This week on Joe and Josh, the show with Raleigh V. Play again. Chris's fucking nightmare. Oh my God, happy birthday. That's just the end, at the end of the podcast. We, we, don't, we don't survive. Joe's dead. And oh my God. I'll, I'll fix your problems for you. I got rid of Chris already. I got rid of Joe. And they don't come back. I don't know very much. Fuck this dude. He has it figured out. Fuck this guy. The podcast is over. That's all we had. I'm going to Alabama. We are live with Joe and Josh podcast live presented by Tesla, presented by Ambition Radio without Joe. <laughs> now we have, I'm going to give it a second. Would, are you Omar or Raleigh? <laughs> Raleigh? No. Raleigh V. I'm keeping this. Raleigh V. Okay. I thought it was, I'm not going to. You just it, call me Raleigh. I call it Raleigh 5. What is it? <laughs> One more time because we're going to get it right. I'm going to, I can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Raleigh V. Raleigh V. I call you a fuck. I'm just not going to call you, dude. <laughs> Chris, you actually should maybe keep this. This is a really good intro. If you don't... Is that a name that you gave yourself? Or is there... <laughs> what, what's the meaning behind it? No, I appreciate the, the, the question. No, so it's, uh, it's short for my middle name. Right, I'm going to have Ryan okay. ask again. I'm going to do one where I did with the Chris cut. <laughs> Chris gets that good shit. Chris gets all the good shit. One day, Rich and Mike said we couldn't fuck their pastor on the podcast. and You're being dicks. Oh, my God. We're here with Raleigh V at Joe and Josh Podcast Live, presented by Tesla, presented by Ambition Radio. You happy now? We did an episode about shoes the other day, and it's Chris's fucking nightmare. I heard all about <laughs> it. What was it, with Devin? We did it with Devin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he told me about that. That one was, that was fun. Yours is actually coming out first. Ha, 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 ha. I don't care if it says it on there. Because you have a song coming out. Yeah. Friday. Friday, yeah, yeah. Fucking problem. So I guess now we cut it short. Problem. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was funny. I, I was looking at that shit. And I was like, man, hopefully people pick this up. But there's a curse word in you got, the na- the title. Yeah, you, know? you, you got to do it for the kids. Right? You know, it's, yes, it's, it's, I, didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to get to cursing in your music so early. But we're going to play a game with... Ryan, Ryan is also in birthright for everyone who listens because you guys listen every week, all the millions of thousands. <laughs> We're going to play a game called Omar or Garfield, who said these lines. And then we're going to talk about your cussing in music. I've never met a lasagna I didn't like. Do you think that's Omar or Garfield? Garfield, for sure. I trap. Uh, Omar. Yep. <laughs> Once again, my life has been saved by the miracle of lasagna. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Garfield. I like that it was even a question. I feel invincible. Omar. Of course. So, speaking of I Trap, earlier I was going through your first album, which came out last year. I was like, hmm, Trap. That's the first English word I know. <laughs> and I clicked on it, and you uh, start off with a racial slur. And it was. So, did I win? Or what? Are we just going to leave? Yeah, that, that was all right. Yeah, no, going I, back to I, that? I think you won that one. Do you, do you like lasagna? I actually I do love lasagna. What do you mean actually? Everyone likes lasagna. <laughs> yeah, I mean I fuck with lasagna, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm more of a pizza, hot dog kind of guy. You know, I feel like you broke up <laughs> lasagna, <laughs> another Italian food. <laughs> Threw a hot dog you can, in there. You either like <laughs> you lasagna to, or pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> I uh, had to. I had to. Lasagna is probably one of my favorite Italian pastas. Like, hmm. I guess that or like ziti. We can talk about this. I have, I mean, we have two hours to go. We're talking about pasta now. It's all. What does Raleigh V 
prefer pasta wise. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> yes, I you love did. You this. You actually did it perfectly, man. This because time. the same as every other time you have a white guy asking you questions. So if I sound <laughs> ignorant, we're just trying to get informed. <laughs> we're trying to get hip. I'd ask Mike's kid about cancer and I'd definitely have to like tiptoe around that. Jeez. No, this, but that's what we did. We had like a whole half hour bit about that. And mm. it was nice and sad. But everyone here already heard that because they wouldn't miss a single episode. <laughs> I don't know how many people listen either. I assume it's around 100 million, but. Hey, I tell you, I'm definitely one of them. Man. I, I checked out like like three or four uh, of your. Yeah, yes, that's all we had. <laughs> yes, I did. That shit was lit. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back. We have a lot booked. You're one of many good guests. Appreciate but it. But speaking of your uh, song, tell us about your rock song. Which one? I'd say, man. Speaking of that, I looked <laughs> yeah, up. I, yeah, I was listening to uh, Can't Feel. It's pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. This is some of the best stuff you put out. I loved you. You've had quite sure. the year. Actually, and I even this year, we'll get to how much music you put out and then the recording, releasing all in 2021, an album and three singles so far. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and, and Can't Feel, that was, a, that was a good one to start off, right? Uh, and I say start off just because, you know, that first album that I put out, was uh was a sum of a bunch of like covers that I did on YouTube. I definitely see the split between the two, even your production quality on the two, like the two singles you released between Can't Feel and Bonnie and Clyde, like mm. sound. Is that all you? I, I appreciate that. No, it's definitely not all me. Uh, I I definitely got to no. shout out a lot of folks yeah. that, that helped me out uh, throughout that process and through some of the new songs that are going to be here, right? But um, you know, there was a lot of different producers that that were a part of it. Same, I even with us doing birthright stuff, I even like stuff going to a second person, even just to get another set of ears on it. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do I mean, I'll tell you for for Bonnie and Clyde, kind of going going in reverse, right? For Bonnie and Clyde, my boy Dave was on there, another local dude, right yeah. in the Nova area as well. Amazing guy. Shout right? out Nova, Ooh. Nova, right? <laughs> like, don't you live even in though like... he, I was gonna say, even though he lives in Maryland technically, right? But I think uh, the the majority of the <laughs> folks that are in his band, Deer Spring. The majority of them are like in that like pocket of Nova, Silver Spring, Maryland. Kind no one of on this podcast is from Virginia. This is actually an anti-Virginia podcast. Didn't you hear? Didn't my you bad. hear? Virginia's for we hate you. <laughs> but Shout yeah, out, no, Nova. But my boy Dave, he definitely helped out. He he uh, helped me co-produce uh, Bonnie and Clyde, and that was definitely a good vibe. Uh, obviously, Ian, as you know, he's drummed on that track. He also drummed on Can't Feel as well. And for Can't Feel, that one. That one was was different, right? Because that song originally, and, and one day I'm going to show you guys what the true song sounded like. It was like a fucking Deftones kind of vibe-ish. I was going to say with different with... lyrics, different <laughs> melodies, swelly stuff. It was a bunch of different shit. And then... Um, In we, my head, it's just you, like, moaning for three minutes. You're like, Ooh. that's Dude, that's what it felt like. With, like, a shitload of, like, like just wet, delay reverb like it was crazy man and then you're like this is depressing i need to to hype this up a bit (laughs) right right and then um well i remember we went to oh over to tav spot uh eric tav for those that don't know uh we went to this barn and started tracking drums and when we started tracking it like the drums that 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 ian put over over what can't feel is now was like the breakdown new perspective interlude kind of thing of that original can't feel and the more we kept listening to it i was like bro this shit is too fucking we have a song right there like Mm -hmm. five seconds we just need to loop that shit (laughs) and that's exactly what happened bro 
We looped that shit, and then I reached out to my boy Ali, who's also on the track. He's a feature on it. it yeah. And it was at that point we added him on. We went back and kind of looked at the song differently. Uh, and also that song was written three years ago, right? So now we were looking at the space and where music is now and how there's like, you know, culture feels and hip hop trap feels. And I was just like, bro, the beat is already fat. Let's loop that bitch. Let's throw this hook on. That was originally like a screaming part. And uh, then we added uh, some trap beats, some 808s on the least part. And <laughs> there's the fucking song, bro. Now I'm looking. Campfield has 166,000 views. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the Joe and Josh podcast live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit pops. Is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> no, but even I, Ryan and I had to help our friend move last week. I was on my way to a hospital to see a really sick person, but I, Omar, I told him I was going to be at his video shoot like a month before. I was like, I will pop by. Ended up having to move and I stopped by and he's like, yeah, come here. He's like, I was like, I'm here. He's like, cool. Someone's going to get you. They lead me down like graffiti alley in Baltimore into this warehouse. It's like pitch black down a hallway. It's Omar and like all these girls like dressed beautifully, giant hair. It's like some shit from a movie. And I'm sitting on a couch. I was like, this is like something from a movie. And I'm on my way to a hospital and life is weird. I was so like, were you this... in the video or? No, he, I, I just like to support him and see like what the this vision he had. And like he really was just in like a wear. Like how many people did you have extra wise? Because Abby was in it. John yeah. Love plays with him right now. And like hmm. he had like a band and like eight people. And it was like I want yeah. to see the final product yeah. from that from my perspective of that day of you guys thrashing around in a warehouse to what will actually come to life because you can probably agree filming a music video is like one of the silliest things that you have to do yeah but i gotta say is <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's like there's a level of stress yeah you know until you're done but at the same time it's like taking it all in like there was multiple times that day where i was just getting choked up right because I'm thinking like, you know, you guys were asking about, um, you know, the, the first you were talking about the production, right? Yep. Between the covers I did through Can't Feel, Bonnie and Clyde into that song that yeah. the name of the song is called Envy. And it's going to be out in March, right? On my birthday. You planner, you. <laughs> I know. On right? your birthday? On my oh, birthday. my God. Happy birthday. <laughs> in March. Yeah. In 2022. March. What's your sign? I'm not familiar. March 11th. Pisces. Oh, I should have been able to tell. No, I just admitted I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, now so you know, I was sitting there and I was just like, man, this is crazy because it went from like the reason why I put all those covers together was because, um, other than the fact that I was sick and tired of flying out and going to a huge studio and getting some crazy producer name and go, I mean, we've all been there, right? For me, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm sick and tired of throwing money at these people just for random takes yeah. that I don't even know if I'm comfortable with yet, and especially with working with one like not having too much of a resume like yeah us going to the guy we go to which they've heard all about doing music like we've been going to one person for years and it's yeah but that's and the rate's something that we can afford it's not out of this realm and i knew that yeah and that's working yeah, yeah, with yeah. people you're comfortable with helps facts facts i mean that's definitely facts uh but at the same time it's kind of like it always still feels like you, you know you're, you're trying to pack in like a week's worth right, right. because you're also talking yeah. about different people's schedules Right. Oh, they've heard our recording process. Like when Joe and I did one, the fact that we just book and I fucking peer pressure them yeah, to do it. We have to write in the studio. That's but, but that's what I'm saying. Right, you hear man. this? He has videos and shit done for like March. That's crazy Dude, to me. That's like, what I'm saying. you got to take time, yeah. man. You can't rush it. Fuck no, yes. You need deadlines and schedules. And, you know, but but I'll his, tell you, if it was his planner. If it wasn't for that, but I'll tell you, I, w I was never like that. And this time around, I was able to take my time because I was like, "Dude, listen. The only way I'm gonna learn is if I just put shit out." 
and and see what happens, right? Yeah. And the more I would put and it out, eventually play live. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, eventually we'll get to live stuff, right? Yeah, but, yeah fucking. But, I, <laughs> but I was like, yo, let me throw this shit out there. Let me do a YouTube channel. Let me just push it out, push it out. And then you know, I knew over time I'm gonna be like, bro, I gotta fix this. Oh damn, 808s. Oh damn, this is what freaking hi hats should sound like. Oh shit. And then eventually, after I finished doing all those um, uh, all those covers on YouTube. And it helped me understand, like, you know, the fucking algorithm. I was like, damn, well, <laughs> I want to kind of learn more about releasing the music and being able to stumble on shit that I don't give a shit about. Right. So right. I put, test run. Exactly. So I put out a single for Dakiti, uh, which is a song a cover that I did under um, Dakiti's made by uh, obviously Bad Bunny, for those that don't know. And then all the other ones I put as an album because I wanted to. You're see telling it. me Bad Bunny from WWE. <laughs> yes. It makes the tunes. Fuck. Yes, he makes the tunes, right? <laughs> I discovered them, right? But I put out a single and I put out the the album or EP or whatever just to see how it flows, just to see where I can, you know, mess up on and have fun with it so that when I release my shit, I'm like, bro, I don't I know what to do. I know how to move. I know what makes sense. But then at the same time, kind of using a little bit of strategy, right? Um, a lot of the covers that I did were three lanes. It was Latin, it was hip hop, and it was rock. Right. So when I went to go release the new stuff that's coming out now, it's going to be Latin, it's gonna be rock and it's going to be hip hop. We've even talked about that, too. And like being like a Latin rock artist, you mm-hmm. know, we've been playing together for years. And now that you're focusing kind of on that vessel, like I don't know too many. I'm also just some like husky shit white dude who has a podcast. And it's <laughs> fucking huge. But besides that, but like hearing you like sing in spanish it's like crazy to me and i don't understand what you're saying but i fuck with it but like you are entering this like whole vessel of creating a sound that's not really out well you didn't invent music but yeah like <laughs> or, no, josh we, we just haven't heard it <laughs> there's yeah. thousands no, but even, and thousands but it should be popularized to the point and not and not like that but the fact that he's like we have some fans in like european countries and mm-hmm. how's your fan base like here and so in other places. So it, it, so looking at it, the places where where people are, are are playing most of my shit, other than America, is France, it's London, like that UK we're, area, we're Austria, Spain, and Australia, and Germany for some reason. But to see like that, like this, you just named a bunch of. I would have guessed to be honest, not sound like a dick, a bunch of like South American countries. You yeah, just yeah. named a lot of Europe. And that's, they they really like that, like, any type of rock music. Well, yeah, yeah, no, they definitely, you know, we definitely do, right? We definitely love, love whether if it's in the Caribbean, South Central America, yeah. right, or in Spain, there's a lot of appreciation about bands that tour out because we don't get bands like that, right? Yeah. And, uh, but the biggest thing is that, you know, everything that I've put out that is solely mine is mainly, is mainly rock. Yeah. So... I'm curious to see how everything goes. And the reason why I want to start that way is because usually, I mean, everyone's used to hearing my voice on a rock track. That's just like, duh, right? And that's like, we've been playing together for years. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, for me, I'm like, I don't want to smack someone left field and be like, yo, what the hell is this dude doing, right? When at the same time, it's like, okay, listen, let me just give you something that that feels a little different, that has a beat in a sense, and you feel the culture, but it's still rock. Then I gave you, like, I remember the day I wrote Bonnie and Clyde like four years ago, and I was yeah. like, I just want to write a rock track. Yeah. And that shit was wanna... fucking balls to the wall yeah. rock and roll. So what, what was your process? Where, how, where'd you start? Dude, for Bonnie and Clyde, it was a guitar riff. 
Like immediately, oh, I remember. I can't remember the name of, of. There was a song I heard. Uh, there's a movie too. It's called Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> you should check it out. Well, yeah. Well, the song wasn't. I, ca- I was gonna say the song wasn't called that at first. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I do melodies and lyrics, all that shit. I do that shit last because when I write, I'm a guitarist first, yeah. right? I'm oh, I, like I, I, I was always a guitarist first. That's what I did. I'm a drummer enthusiast. Those are the two things that got to be locked in. If those two things don't make sense, I'm not going to start singing. I'm not going to start writing. It's not going to. Hmm. So until the guitar and the the drums are where they need to be. You write to the music. And that's something I yeah. kind of do, too. Yeah. Have you ever tried the the reverse? Have you ever tried writing a melody? And Yeah, and I, I've done it a few times. And every time it feels different. But one thing I've realized is when I go that route, what I love is that I can just grab those vocals and slap it on anything. And right. it works. Versus the other way around where it's like, it can only fit with this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. TV. I, looked at, I forgot Shrek Retold was on. and I looked Just at, just inform people what, what we're watching. We're watching Shrek Retold. Um, big Shrek fans, obviously. <laughs> and um, it's they gave a bunch of artists little clips <laughs> and they can do whatever they want with it, but it tells the whole movie. And some of it's animated. Some of it is whatever the fuck is happening now with Lord Farquaad. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, so that's what's happening here on our Check end. it out. Yeah, this is what we do now. It's like, this is what we've always done. What's your favorite Shrek? We'll get back to music. <laughs> favorite, do, you, do you like the Shrek movies? I, I mean, I can't say no, right? I guess the first one, maybe the second. I All right, can't. then you're not about it. We're not talking about Shrek. I'll save that for another time. <laughs> Said maybe so, the second one. You haven't seen Shrek 2 when he meets Princess Fiona's dad? <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember that. <laughs> fact, I probably saw it overdubbed in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't even remember. Joe, get out of here. We're talking about Shrek. And I told him you were dead. Not to tell him that. Joe's dead. <laughs> We're going to grab the pizza, man. No idea. Don't tell the podcast what we got. We got four salads. <laughs> a bunch of pizza wings. <laughs> uh, tell them your MR. They might believe you. And for it's, those that don't know, that's government. Fuck, Chris, oh cut my. that out. We're not putting that on there because then they're going to find him. <laughs> tell them your <laughs> Raleigh V. Raleigh V. So are you guys planning on playing live? Yes. Oh, yes, I am. Are uh, you? I am eventually. That is the key word, eventually. So, um, obviously, I have this. Vi- I've always been a huge Audio Tree uh, mm-hmm. live guy, and I'm like, yo, I want. At first, I was like, I just want a band to be able to fucking do some live recording shit, yeah. right, and do that whole vibe. And then if it hits and it feels right, then we can go on tour, right? But you know, for me this time around, especially with the people that I wanted to play with, there was no, there was no plan there. Believe it or not. There was no plan of like, oh, this is who needs to, this is this, this and that. Because everyone's a little different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in different places in their lives, right? So for me, I was kind of like, okay, let me do the music. And if people fuck with it, people are going to want to be a part of it. Because all of, I mean, we're all musicians. Eventually, someone's going to be like, bro, I fuck with that. Totally. If, as, if you want yeah. someone to play drums or play bass, fucking hit me up. Even as, you know, Ryan and I have been playing with Birthright for years. and like, he's done jazz band filled him for Dreamcatcher. Phil played with like you know just a bunch of different artists yeah i yell into the sideshow they sent me an ep and i was like this doesn't suck i could add more music to my resume <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. if something doesn't suck i would love to be a part of it dude and and that's where my head's at as well especially going into like 2022 right i want to be on as many other people's music i know <laughs> i want to be on as many people's music as possible yeah. right whether if it's me jumping on your shit whether if I have a fucking opening and you want to jump on it, or honestly, nowadays you can just fucking remake something. Music's If someone's like, yo, I want to yeah. be on that song, it would sound better with me, fucking hit me up. 
I'll send you the shit. Send me your stems. And we could just re-release it. Do a remix. Boom. There's your version. I don't give a there shit, the podcast is over. No, I'm <laughs> Chris, like you got six more hours of, of this coming. We're only going to talk every 20 minutes and then record it. No, but where, where are we at with music? Chris, we hate music. <laughs> we love shoes. Do you like Lil Baby? No, we're keeping this. This is real. Chris, keep this in. Do, Do you I like, like Lil, Lil Baby? Baby? Yeah. I cool. fuck with him. That's the all. That's it. We're moving on. It's now that you, you bring this yeah, up. about Little Baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, little baby. It's usually little baby and Garfield. We played "Fuck Mary Kill" with Richard Mike's pastor, Garfield and little baby, and they made us take that out. But you can keep this now because I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, I remember earlier you asked me about my fucking name. So it's it's short for my for my middle name, which is Las Raulis. That's my middle name, Las Raulis. There's two R's in the middle there. Wow. Yes. So that's what I said. Raleigh. Spell it. La Raleigh. I guess the American version, La Raleigh. So L A R R A U L I S. Say it one more time. La Raulis. Oof. Uh, now I'm turned on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the podcast has started over. Say my name in Spanish. <laughs> what? It's Josh. 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 <laughs> oh, fuck. You heard that? <laughs> Josh. He just said it with a Spanish accent. Right? Can you, can exactly. you say what you have to say? You have a smooth voice. You have to say, uh, El Radio de Ambición. Welcome to our new Spanish podcast. <laughs> All right, let me hear your guys' best, like, radio voice. What style of radio? Are we going, uh, like, sportscast? Are we going, like, are we going with rock DJ? What, whatever your best one is, let's hear it. Fuck, I'm trying to think. Cause I'll probably go for, like, a 98 rock sound, like, you're here with Binky and the, and the kid. Sportsins. <laughs> yeah. 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 With, but if I was doing sports, I can hear you. I, I heard there was a sports cast, and I remember it because he was so good. It was the Ravens and Jaguars on Monday Night Football, and they won. I was in a drive through and he's like, and he throws it. And oh, my God. I was like, ah! <laughs> The way he told that story of the sports casting, but my best radio voice, this is it, actually. We have a podcast with 200 million people. How can it get any it's better my own voice. than my list? It's my own voice. What's your radio voice? In the world. <laughs> That's a movie trailer, you fool. In the world. No, no, no. This what, what, is my best What's radio. the one from Dragon Ball Z? The next Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that was it. I feel like I might be the only one that didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. Oh, so I said, Josh can't win the Shrek contest. He's too, <laughs> he's too small. Josh, I'm, he's I'm, too small. I'm fully convinced you could probably just do this podcast by yourself with no one else in the room. And You'll just, have like three I different should. characters. I got rid of Chris already. I got rid of <laughs> Joe. <laughs> It's it's like those uh those IG reels where it's like five of the same musician playing the vibe. That's Joe, just you. You just sit in every chair. Joe doesn't respond when I talk anyway, so it's pretty much that. Sometimes I'll talk for both of us. I'll be like, "Hey Joe, this," and I'm like, oh, no. and like say what he's gonna say. He's like very funny in that voice, and it's fucking <laughs> like I love you as a brother. He doesn't say that. He must have never said that. Oh, yeah. So I think it all started when Joe first. I'm so glad he's off. He'll be back. For all our listeners, Joe judged a wet t-shirt contest too hard, and it was a cold. Ooh. I've never been to a wet t-shirt contest. I don't think they're real. Really? Have you? Okay. How many have you been to? <laughs> Money, but <wrong. laughs> Your sexy voice. How many wet? It's like How he many does... uh, wet t-shirt Have contest? you been to one? Like... Possibly. No, I have. I have. Down, down like, in, in Miami. Yeah, but, like, back, blink back, once back. if you've been to one. <laughs> oh, in Miami, you fucking... In, my, in Miami... 
Oh, whatever. No, it was definitely Miami. Uh, it, but it, was, it wasn't like a planned thing. You, you keep thinking things are planned, bro. No, I just show planned. up to shit and it's like, let's just throw fucking water on fucking so, white. Omar and I, a few weeks ago, I got engaged. Omar, I, I, I'm at Soundstage with Omar at the Turnstile show. And he was like, in one week, do you uh, want to come to Alabama for a few days? <laughs> this is Thursday. On Monday, I'm getting engaged. I fly back Wednesday and have to go to Alabama Thursday. I'm like, how do I ask my like soon-to-be fiance that I'm not even ask? How do I tell her that I'm going to Alabama and without I'm, you? With, <laughs> and, <laughs> with and be like, we freshly got engaged. I was like, this isn't why I like kind of asked before. Like I got home and was like, bye, fiance. I'm going with Omar to Alabama, <laughs> and it got crazy. Bro, do not go to Birmingham was, I, with Omar. That shit was lit, man. <laughs> he went to bed at reasonable times. It was. Dude, I did, man. I'm so proud of myself, man. I went to bed, especially last night. I knocked the fuck out. We shared a bathroom, and Omar's bathroom counter is just fucking jewelry and glasses, and like <laughs> he has it. He has it all. If you think he's dressed well, he's it's got all, all the, the creams and lotions. He even, <laughs> I thought about putting pants on because you were coming over. I mean, like long pants. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> no, no, fuck I'm not shit. naked. But like, I was like, Omar's probably gonna be dressed fresh as hell. Am I gonna let a man come into my house and dress better than me? And I was like. Yeah, because if I dress up for him, it's what he wants. So, who did you guys see anyway? Shit, I got there. The one of the who's the first band I saw? The first band I saw was Scary Kids, Scaring Kids with Cove. Like, how was that? Great, they sounded awesome. The yeah. the sound, I feel like the sound guy like found his groove as it went on. It's outside. It was in, it was in a furnace like mill. Yeah. That I, shit was pretty lit though. I saw Deaf Heaven like in an abandoned mill, and I wasn't on drugs, but like. No, I mean, we talked about... Just a little bit. Yeah, the last one. We don't support <laughs> drugs at all, but someone like, tried it at an Alicia Keys concert, but I was watching Death Heaven, and I was like, what is happening? And I was like, this is rocks. I saw Cartel. Cartel. I know. I, I was excited. I was excited to see Glass Show. That was late, literally. For me, I was like, dude, that's... I'm, I'm fine just watching that. Doesn't he have, like, a some sort of disease where he, like, can't be on so. Yeah, tour. cat scratch fever. <laughs> yeah, I think so, but, I mean, he looked like... Well, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say he he, he looked like uh, if he was going to fall off or get mid. I mean, he looked great, dude. Like, the band sounded great. They were it all was, fucking it was, point, bro. I love it. I, the, like, next year, I want to go again. It was like Warp Tour for 30-year-olds because it, start, yeah. it started <laughs> yeah. late in the day, so it wasn't hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no cat on the podcast if you hear him meow. Oh, huh? well. See? I didn't say anything. Peaches, Peaches. on the podcast before. Yo, Peaches. But it was like, it starts later in the day, all kind of close and tight-knit, and, like, it was, it was just nice. Yeah. Who was who was the best one or the best? best Touche uh, more always. Oh, okay. Omar was, was like, "You want to go to Furnace Fest?" It was the first time they played since COVID. I was like, "You tell me I can go see Touche the first time they're back." I was like, "I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> I'm going to Alabama, Birmingham specifically, which is a strange town. Everywhere it takes twelve minutes to get to. You can't walk anywhere. Like we would Uber and it'd be like twelve minutes, and we're like, it's down the street. Yeah, no, that shit was crazy. Dude. That town it was probably definitely like a. It used to be there, but it's been like 20 years. A shock to have like 20,000 people fly into the town. And I feel like, like that's always the case with big festivals. It's, yeah. like, it's in a small town and all the townies hate. I get to Alabama. I'm like, take me, to the, take me to the abandoned mill. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, but it, yeah, it was a great No, time. but Glassjaw was dope. Comeback Kid also. Nice. I know I was excited to see them, but we got there. Well, no, no, no. Because you got there the next day. Isn't that what happened? You guys got there Wednesday night. I got there Thursday morning. And then we left together Sunday, and that was a that was a day of flying. But no, I, I was excited. It to, was a private jet because the podcast pays for it. <laughs> it Chris was pays a us a lot, jet, bro. Chris paid for it specifically. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah. No, but dude, Glassjaw, come back. 
I know Comeback Kid, I was excited to see them just because that band, like when I first came here from from DR, that I was so into Comeback Kid. It was like I was so into like that yeah. hardcore, you know, because fucking that's a good scene. one. We're gonna get to you moving here later though. Right now we're talking about Comeback Kid. Comeback. <laughs> no, and even like I like it was the first time Cartel had played in years, and I was like, "This is crazy." That like I saw Mineral, who I never really listened to, but like they blew me away. And there were a few. Sunday was really good. It was like knocked. Uh, we weren't there, but I, I can know, imagine. I know. I was looking at all the uh, the highlights, and I was like, "Damn." Yeah. I mean, I know we we seen Turnstile a lot already. Anytime I miss Turnstile, Damn. I'm like, "Fuck!" Even though I see him like three times a year, I'm like, "Shit!" And they were they they played in the furnace. You know that shit. Oh, yeah. In the old mill. In the old mill. There was one I never listened to. Like, 18 Visions, like, kicked at. Like, I didn't, but, like, hmm. and I was like, they are impressive. But, hate Alabama, hate music. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to take a break and smoke really quick. And cut. Is it the, oh, no, no, we were saying uh, about the old, um, about the old uh, versions. Old virgins. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah we were in a business call with uh, Dr. Dre. We weren't eating pizza. <laughs> So where are you talking about old versions of songs? Yeah, yeah, like like showing that off and like kind of seeing how where it came from and I, stuff like that. It's fun with ours too because they they write remotely and they'll write like digitally, and then when he actually tracks with like natural drums, it's crazy to see like how it comes to life type of thing. It sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog at first, and then by the end of it, I just have these. Yeah, it's, I can't really. Pl- I have nowhere to play, so I have to like do it all. I have to program it all, and. uh you know, when I get to the studio, it's just like completely different. Even where at, at the point we're at age wise and like with writing and everything coming up, I've been thinking about like getting a practice space again. Like we are kids, but from a more like not all of us together, but where we have all this gear in my house. I need somewhere to gear and freaking three drum sets. Not all of us have <laughs> Teslas. We didn't even bring that up. Oh, my God. We're presented by Tesla. And Omar <laughs> has one. Congratulations. You're the first guest on here with a Tesla. How is it? It feels fucking great. It does feel great. It's so sick. We're going to take another break. We're going to go around the block in the Tesla, and then when we come back. So stay tuned for Josh and Ryan's review of his Tesla. He left it here for three days once, and on day three, I was like, no, this is bad. He leaves it here for three days, long night Saturday, Sunday. I go to the food store, take a picture of me with his car, deep fry it, and then fall asleep for like seven hours. (laughs) And like my girlfriend hasn't talked to me. No one's talked to me. And I'm like, the last time anyone's heard from me is me on the internet with like a deep fried picture with me and his Tesla. <laughs> and then I'm ghost until like 6 PM. And yeah, so that was crazy. And I was like, could you have turned it on from your house? He was like, it doesn't turn off. And yes, I was like, fuck. I'm how, how terrifying is it to just let that thing drive you around? Have you, have you done that thing yet? <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Like nowadays, we'll get back I, to old songs. I, I won't forget, but we've Tesla. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Nowadays, I barely drive. Like, it's maybe 20% real driving. Really? Yeah, yeah. Usually, I just double tap and let it go. And you're just cool with that? Well, at <laughs> first, I was scared shitless, right? Especially, there, there was one day, it started, it was snowing. It's Christ. Not snow. It was raining. I'm like, yo, it just got cold. The, the thing is, <laughs> Tesla can land, like, survive in all conditions. So, well, I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened that day, but it was raining. I'm on a highway, like, going into 295, right? But like in the DC. Spe- but, like, the speed limit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't totally. let you. <laughs> it doesn't let you speed yeah, when uh-huh. you when you let it drive itself. But uh, it rich. makes a le- <laughs> it makes a left spins out while I'm like I start screaming like Aah! like all over the place. I grab is the that wheel. what you did? Yeah, when I go grab the wheel, it already pops back into place. It corrects itself and keeps it rolling. 
and I was freaking out. I was like, what the hell? I think it's funny because your robot car is like this guy's. <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly what happened. But nah, Do you dude, always scream like that? Usually. I, I don't blame When I mean it. When I, was, I mean it. Yeah. No judgment. Judgment-free zone here? I go, ah, but carry on. Your car I saved mean, your life. I mean, was it a violent left turn or was it like just a slight? No, nah, it was like a, it was like one of those. Don't forget, it can hear us outside. So we love the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it can hear us. Yeah, no, it was like one of those like sharp lefts. On a highway, though, it was a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of cushion. Okay. But uh, he's making we, hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have seen it. He was crazy. It was like the X Games. Yeah. X Games. <laughs> but yeah, nah. So uh, when we made that left, it just, it like almost was going to fishtail, but then it corrected itself and kept going. But I was still like, what? I was like a week and a half. I was like, not the day. Not the day. Ain't going to be the day. I, I was in Vegas and like they had self driving cars as like an option on Uber. But there was like always a wait. Cause I guess like, can you like could you sit in the back seat of your car like you're going to an HBO uh, special? Nah. I mean, I think at first when they first came out, that's how it was. Now could you drive? You'll me see around. all the videos <laughs> of like that happening. Yeah. But no, it, it need, there's a pressure sensor on the seat. And how much does it need to a sensor? Because we can put like a, a bowling yeah. ball down and <laughs> True. I can go to my HBO special. True. I mean, you could definitely do that. And then the other thing is You um, could have filmed the Bonnie and Clive video yourself. With that, I mean, with the support of help, but was someone driving? The, yeah, someone was driving. Yeah, you know, I, for the video, I was driving. But for that, you still have to be, like, attentive. Attentive? And go back, like, every, every like, 10 minutes, 8 to 10 minutes, it wants you to check back in with them. Hmm. So, so you, you can't sit in the back seat of the car and just let it drive you? You got to have something, obviously. Could you sit in the back seat with a stick and poke the button? I think you could. <laughs> I think you could. We I, should try it. With I think your if car you care, you could. I care right now. Let's go. Let's take, go. No. That just uh, at the end of the podcast, yeah. we, we, don't, you probably we didn't, don't survive. No, they don't come back on the next. Didn't even probably want to talk about your expensive car. <laughs> it's also like the decal on it. It's like money. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. You must, must be so tired of talking about your Tesla over here. I fucking am. I I'm actually, not gonna lie. Like, I, so I was, I was talking <laughs> last week. I was talking about this shit. I was like, bro, you know, to be honest, man, like someone asked me. They're paying the bills. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, it, was, it was Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? And and I was asked, they were like, uh, like my my fam and shit. They were like, yo, so if you like, w- like we were just talking about Tesla. Do they shit treat like that. you differently now that you have one? Uh, no, no, fuck that shit. No, fuck no. They they will always, especially my girl. She'll definitely go in yeah. and fry me all day every day. Right? I, are you ready? I I hate Tesla. Joe loves it. It's funny that this is the episode. He's not here. I like the cyber truck, but yeah, I mean, you kind of <laughs> what does she drive? A, road. Uh, a Toyota Corolla. Respectively, okay. right? But I gotta say this though. Shout out to what that year? goddamn Corolla. It was like it's like a 2019, 2018. Okay, like never. I, if it was like a 2006, I could get why she'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, the car got me through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because her car was the only car we had for like three years, yeah. right? And then before that, I had the freaking 15 passenger van. That was my car <laughs> yeah. for almost eight years. You came to see us one time, and I remember you were like, "Yo," and I was like, "You want to like." smoke like not cigarettes but like we were gonna read the bible and we like we like go, we'll go to my car and we go and it's just like this giant van but like none of their stuff's in i was like cool it's like pretty creepy I, i've seen like the one that owns the van so are you are you on tour right now or what <laughs> right that's always been the thing now, I, so because of that though i was always able to get like early access now, didn't entry like, yeah even when i like, like i'm going to see a band that i really fuck with they see me in the van just get a and wave me in to park with the bands. Every fucking time. That's why I miss that just, shit, bro. You just got to wear a lanyard. Uh, you get the stack of big, them. Big uh, lanyards with the, you know, the exactly. big you car have all, 
all, you have all the ones, a bunch of them. So it's like they don't want to even bother you finding it out of the <laughs> thirty you have. Yeah, yeah, we we got a lanyard like once or once. And it was a few weeks ago, but you do it for the lanyard. That's and it looks like shit. Like <laughs> the like tickets were like twenty seven dollars. Like the lanyards look like shit. And I was like, not where you invested the money. <laughs> but it's also didn't like your employer. Like don't they pay for the car? Yeah, I just they, don't want our they, listeners to be like, oh, this guy like oh, this is dude, about a hundred thousand dollars. This guy spent. But yeah, if you're, well, like, I support him. No, no, no. So, so the company that I work for, that I won't mention, right? The company that I work for, because most of my job is driving. It rhymes with Tesla. <laughs> it's Tesla who pays. No. Us, carry on. <laughs> but um, because because all of I, I I'm driving like maybe three thousand miles a month, like Ooh. between three to four thousand miles a month. A city every day. <laughs> right? That's what it feels like, right? Day. But because I'm driving so much, obviously, they compensate us for stuff like that. So it's up to you to do what you want. So I was like, okay, well, listen, I don't want to pay for gas, right? Because that's out of pocket. So let me just get this because if I drive, that I makes get supported. Sense. Damn, you really just have Tesla. That's like the most humble response, I'll be honest with you, because you were like, I got a Tesla because like, it helps the earth. And I was like, no. I mean, and, and, and to be frank with you, man. Fuck putting your money up Freaking, for it. no, nine years before that, Dude, I have no goddamn car. Like, I, I would. That's what people don't think about. You only see like, you know, what I'm saying I'm the, the end result, one. and you're like, man, fuck this dude. This dude, no, he he has it figured out. No, I didn't drive until I was guy. 25, and I got a Nissan Rogue, like a normal humble. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you should it, trade it in for a Rogue, and then spend the rest on <laughs> treats for the Rogue. No, nah, no, nah, I don't know about we that. We are not sponsored by Nissan. All right, <laughs> shit, we might have to drop our Tesla endorsement. Oh shit, right, we're gonna go outside and race. Back, bring back. You and I crash our cars into each other. You hit the back of mine. <laughs> Not for insurance reasons, but you hit my car with. He's at fault immediately. Our insurance company find out they listen to the podcast because they have to listen to it every week, like mm-hmm. most businesses, because you know hundreds of millions. But I forgot what we were talking about. Uh you the humble come it's, up. It's gone. We're, oh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna get to and even to the roots of how you got here because you roots. are the the American dream. <laughs> the American. <laughs> I think from. Actually, why not? We have nothing else to talk about. Psych Shrek. Shrek before Omar's origin story. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. I found out one day I was I put, I was watching going through Hulu, scrolling. I was tired of staring at the wall, my favorite hobby. And I was like scrolling. It was like, do you want to watch Shrek in Spanish? And I was like, yeah. And Emily walked in and I'm just sitting in bed like, but I just put it on. I didn't think much 10 minutes, but she comes in. I'm just like watching Shrek in Spanish. <laughs> Between Shrek in Spanish and this Spanish version of Scars by Papa Roach, I'm going to teach myself Spanish. I'll only be able to say donkey and these scars donkey, remind us donkey, of the past. Is, donkey. I really should have paid attention in, in high school. <laughs> that took like four years and I don't know very much. Right. <laughs> Whole time you were like, man, is this even going to stick? See, my God, <laughs> yeah, counseling, years later. I just like was always like drawing Shrek in my notebooks and was like dressing up as Shrek <laughs> at school. And they were like, Josh, you're not Shrek. You got to fucking stop pretending that. You know, what is <laughs> going on right now? Anyway, we're endorsed by Shrek retold too now. So Joe and Josh live podcast with Ryan <laughs> presented by Tesla presented by ambition radio. And he's going to cut this out because he's like, I'm tired of these <laughs> fucking schmucks. I said the podcast sucked once on. Sorry. So, oh my God. So Shrek, right? So so Shrek. Speaking of Shrek, you're from the Dominican Republic. See, <laughs> see, si. si, senor. Now yes. say Shrek in Spanish. Did they teach that in school? Yeah, I can't even say that shit. Let me see. When did you move here? Were you, was it pre or post Shrek? Because that's how I see it. There's B, <laughs> a B, 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 S, and A, S. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Were you moving when Shrek was coming out? No. When Shrek was out, I, I was definitely in Dominican. 
When did you move Wait, when here? Did, well, hold on, hold on. Wait, when did Shrek come out? All right, all right, all right, when did Shrek come out? Let's do a timeline real quick. I love that. I'm, I'm going to find out the timeline of your life when with Shrek. When did Shrek come out? When were you born? I was born in 19... Again. 1989. Shrek... I was, how, how old is the movie Shrek or how old is Shrek the character? No, how, how old... When did, Shrek, when did Shrek come out? I'm going to say 2001 because I... That damn, I was going to say it. You can say it too. I, I remember by, by the, What's by your the guess? music. I know. It's a... Uh, um, the, I'm a believer. Na, 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 na. It doesn't. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. The, 2001. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was like, how can you? Like, okay, you remember Forrest Gump comes out in 98. Shrek comes out in 2001. 2000, you know uh, when the greats come out. All right, that means uh, I was 12 because I was always two, a year older than the than the year. I'm going to see how old Shrek 2002. is. 2002. To be honest, this is. Guess how, so how old are you right now? I'm, I'm not 30, doing the math. 32. Again. You're older than Shrek. Shrek is 31 years old. Oh my god, that's about whoa, right. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, not when the no, movie no. came out. Okay. No, like I googled how old is Shrek, and it says 30. Like Shrek in the movie is 31. Oh, okay. Mm. And then, it, yeah, that's Shrek different. came out in 2001. Shout out 20 years of Shrek. Thank you, Jeff. Bravo right. for the clap for him. Dumb fun clap fact: Mike Myers did the whole movie in English, and they were like about to like finish it off, and he was like, "I wanted Shrek to be Scottish." And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, yeah. And they had to redo all the audio because he wanted to be like, I'm Shrek. Which <laughs> I appreciate it now, but like, this is Mike Myers like being an asshole. That's like the whole Sonic thing where they, yeah, they redid where, the- yeah, yeah, they redid the whole thing. But thank God, man, because I'm a huge Sonic fan. Can't fuck with that. They, the people that care what Sonic looks like are the people going to see it. So I get it to fix it for them. I don't think like the average person's like, oh, I'll go see that. That's so what, what do you think about the, the Clipper movie? Because it looks like a realistic dog. I wanted to go it see does. it. I haven't it's seen like, it yet. After all the things you guys have heard me say over the hours, yeah, I actually wanted to go see the Clifford movie like a week and a half ago. <laughs> I wanted to. Would you go by yourself and see that? Yeah, but I wanted to take regular vegetables <laughs> and go so, see it. And no one would do it with so, me. So, so when, when did I? Mar- I can't lie to you. It was mushrooms. <laughs> but I was like, let's go take mushrooms and see Shrek on the opening night. And later I was like, it's probably best. No, I, th- I was thinking like, would it be better if there's like a bunch of kids around me? Yeah, I can beat them all up, so I don't give a shit. So, like, if I go to Clifford on mushrooms, so, I'm so, so glad you brought it up. Clifford come out like two weeks ago. No, no, no. I mean, like, 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 the, wasn't it like a book or something? Where do you? I don't know. Here, every cartoon. I don't, like, I'll tell you Where right now. You know this, Josh. It's like I, I saw the trailer, and obviously, it's like common common sense, right? However, I've never seen Red Clifford's not in my realm at all. Not even how much did Clifford. Not even a little bit. Mike, the FBI agent watching me right now. It's me like Clifford. How old is Shrek? <laughs> uh, Clifford the dog. He's not that popular on Google over some other Cliffords. We'll still get there. But speaking of Shrek in 2001. So were you in, here from the Domin- you Were you in the Dominican Republic yeah, when Shrek yeah. came out? Did Cause, you? Because Shrek, you said 2001. I was 12. Yeah. And I started playing guitar when I was 11. So I was in D. So when did you move here? I moved here when I was seven. Really? Holy shit. Wow. I actually did not know that. And I'm going to ask, and it's going to, like I said, the ignorance I brought up earlier. Did they teach English in schools down there? Yes. Have you, okay. Yeah, they Dude, teach you I'm, English. Uh, yeah, America's no, so ignorant. Like, no, but even that, no, <laughs> Listen, don't get offended. Like, everywhere <laughs> you gave, else. You gave me that yeah. look like. It's an American uh, thing, but we I don't, We don't let them out. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry about that. No, but I would think that, like, I probably didn't hear you speak any Spanish for the first, like, five years we were friends. Yeah. We were like, damn near I mean, coming up you know, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, you don't speak yeah. Spanish, so. 
No, if I wasn't just like, if I knew any Spanish, I would hit you with it. Like that. Ten minutes ago, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna learn Spanish from Shrek." Yeah, yeah so like, yeah, yeah. I can't back it. I'm still trying to find out more about that big red dog. But so, now, nah, but but I came here when I was 17. But in DR, did you see they, Shrek before you were 17? I had to have in Spanish. Did you see it originally in Spanish? Yeah, it was so like this Dragon whole time. Ball, like earlier, we were talking about <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I saw Dragon Ball Z in English for the first time, maybe like five years ago. I'm glad we had this conversation. I've only seen it in Spanish. So when I hear them in English, they sound soft. But in Spanish, they sound like they're about to fuck Clifford's your whole like, life. Clifford's like, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they only have adults doing the audio. Yeah. I'm so glad I brought up Shrek in Spanish because it led us to that. And Ryan and I now know more about schools. And well, no, they, so, so they teach. So in DR, they, they start teaching you English in first grade. And you start learning French in fifth grade. How many languages do you speak? I I speak two languages. Do it's kind of what you were saying about Spanish. That's what French was in DR. You were like, ah, hell yeah, whatever. Right. right. Some people took it serious, and those people now live in France or like <laughs> somewhere over there for in my, our school. You my can... Dominican people listening up. You know what I'm saying? But fucking, uh, but no, it was for me. It was English and Spanish. I mean, I I say like small shit in French. You know what I'm saying? Just to make it feel like, like I like do. What? Bonjour. And, oh, come on. And ça va. And vous Et toi? Is that all you got? Uh, let me see what else I got. I got a, ooh, très bête. You could be making this up. I would have no idea. <laughs> it's all about confidence. I Googled Clifford the Google. Femme la bouche. Yep. Still, yeah. Oh, can the shut, your mouth. Mouth. shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your pie hole. Wow. So when I'm talking about Shrek in Spanish, to you, it's just Shrek, but to we're watching Shrek in English. We're actually, we're not watching Shrek at all. But wow, I'm so like, Shrek in Spanish is just Shrek when you were growing up. It's not in Spanish. No. <laughs> en Espanol? Yeah, it, it did say en Espanol. Shrek. Um, Josh, do the Tesla bit. <laughs> no, we got to talk about Shrek. What if in, Shrek. In Josh's has brain, it just goes to Tesla or, or Shrek. Every time we get. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Shrek. I do, I'm, I'm going to see if there's anything else on Shrek I want to cover before we put it down. Oh, but on the real note, though, I was born here in New York, right? I left here, so that I think the question was your fucking accent. I think that's what you. What part of New York ask. are you from? I mean, if you, I don't, I don't think you have an accent. <laughs> no, no. But, but what I'm saying is, you, when you I. hear me speak English, it doesn't sound like I'm foreign or I'm from DR or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. don't sound like a kid that just got here when he was 17. I also feel like people listening to the first like 40 minutes of this will be like, shit, this is useful to them also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was born in New York. Then I came down here. Um, and then after that, I rolled out of here when I was in third grade. So I left here, like America, D.C. Right. And went to a Dominican Republic when I was like third. Yeah, in the middle of third and fourth grade. Hmm. What part of New York are you from? Uh, Manhattan. Big Apple. Big Apple. Uh, if it's not too personal, what caused the move? The shift? Uh, I mean, frankly, based on what my dad says, he says that uh, he's done with New York because at that time in the 90s, there's a lot of, you know, theft, gangs, this and that. Mm. And at that time. Gangs in New York is a movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing, right? It's a warrior. Yeah. So I've, I've heard it's about the New 1890s, York. right? Yeah. yeah. But no, so my dad, he was just like, yo, we got to get the fuck out. Also, you know, when I was a kid, we got robbed, like gunpoint and all. Um, when I was in New York, I was like maybe like fucking three, four years old. And I, I still remember like my dad being freaking 
like tied up on a chair. My mom screaming, holding my sister. Like, Whoa. yeah. So Whoa. that's he's like, how do we get Damn. here? So I like I, how you were like, yeah. I guess my dad used hey. as a reason. It was like this very bad. Yeah. So we had. I don't this. know whether to give you a hug or <laughs> stop the podcast. Little little balls, you know, stop, there's okay, there's a lot inside, right? Nah, but uh, that shit happened in, in New York, and my dad was just like, bro. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, let's go somewhere more calm. And my mom's side of the family, a lot of them lived here in PG, Montgomery County, and in Shout DC. Out. Exactly. Shout, Shout out, baby. DC. DMV. DC, DC, DC baby. Um, right? Uh no, fucking uh so so my mom, you know, and my dad, before they moved up to New York, they lived here in the 80s. So like my mom had like the huge, like big hair faux and, and you know, fro and shit like that. And my dad was a cab driver in dc in the 80s so like they they'll tell me stories but they lived on top of the uh what's that uh what's that movie theater in uptown it's, it's the uptown movie theater i guess right it's the only one oh you guys aren't from uh, fucking dc all right so if you're from dc you know uptown we know about oh, you had, know about this movie theater we know about different ones so it's okay <laughs> yeah no but it's it's the uptown spot it's it's the spot in dc where when like uh superman came out was the it fir- the East first- Street Cinema? I can't remember. I think it's called Uptown. It definitely is Uptown. No, I think East Street Cinema is fancy. Did, did you go with us that one time? We saw Tim and Eric. No, you guys were driving away and splashed me with the puddle. No, I didn't go that. <laughs> <wasn't> I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No, but my my parents, my dad and my mom lived on top of this, so they would always sneak into the uh, to the theater, or I guess uh, yeah. the movie theater or whatever. And they, she remembers, like if it was yesterday, like sneaking in to the day when they were they were like, I guess Superman came out or something like that, and they had like the red, freaking, the red carpet, she, red carpet. There you go, red carpet and shit like that. So she would tell me that. Then they went up to New York, uh, and through Jersey, which is where my sister was born. Then I was born in Manhattan. Then that shit happened. We back down to, to uh, Maryland, and then you know I went to a few, um, few freaking uh, elementary schools down in like uh, PG County and shit like that. Um, like I remember going to. Uh, Cherokee Lane. I remember going to uh, uh, Lewisdale, all that stuff. And then when I was going from third grade over the, to fourth uh, and f- wrapping up with that, that's when we to. Uh, and then hmm. I had to like, I remember my dad had to try and teach me Spanish because we would hear it, but we didn't know how to speak it like that. Right. But then when I went over there, I just completely forgot all my English because everything's in Spanish. The signs, the cartoons, are yeah. your teachers speak Spanish. Right. So I completely just forget a lot of my English words, but I always had the accent. Hmm. Right. Was there was there like a culture shock at first or well, I mean, like, you were pretty young. So yeah, I was a kid. I know for my sister, it was a different story. But for me, there was a bigger culture shock going from there coming back over there because, you know, when I left there, like there's only so there's only so much I remember from like mm-hmm. kindergarten to third grade. Mm-hmm. But me, but you were there till you were seventeen, right? I was in DR till I was yeah. So, so what's like the biggest difference? What was like the weirdest? So, well, the first thing, um, the first thing honestly had to do with with like knowing where someone was from, right? So, like being in Dominican Republic, being raised there, right? For me, everybody was Dominican. It didn't matter because there's a lot of now. You know, at my age now, living in America, going back to DR, now I know like a lot of my friends were had Asian descent. They were Indian descent. They were mm-hmm. Middle Eastern descent from Spain or actually American. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or from Africa or from uh, you know, Nicaragua or you know what I'm saying, whatever. Right. Uh, Nigeria. Now I know that. But when I was a kid, for me everybody was Dominican. So when <laughs> I came here, it was very 
like it was a huge culture shock that everybody didn't consider everybody else American. You see what I'm saying? And that the first question people would ask is always, hey, what's your name? Where you from? Where are you from? Right. Where you from? So for me, that was weird because no one fucking asked that shit in the Republic. <laughs> no one's like, hey, where you from? Right. And even um, mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit about heritage growing up because it wasn't a thing that like is really as popular in our culture too. You have like weird people that are obsessed with being Irish, but like to me, I'm just a white kid. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what are we? I feel like remember what like I'm split with. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't but, know but like hungry, but there's so much there. No, no, I was gonna say, but like in the back of my head, even like when I came into high school here, um, it was still it was it just felt it was just odd. It was different. It was just and, and then uh, to be frank with y'all, like when I moved from DR and came over here, like, I didn't, I didn't fuck with Spanish music. That was not my thing. Like, that's, that, it was not my thing. It was rock. That's all I cared about was rock, rock, rock. When I came over, um, obviously, the first thing I did, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in America. Just finished playing in a bunch of different bands in DR, right? We have our own local rock scene in Dominican Republic, right? Were there big rock bands growing up? Um, it, Locally, yeah, for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there's, like, a huge bands, like Merodac, like Pericle, yeah. um, you know, there, there's a, there's a lot, of, like another band called Nukes, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of bands, but they would because because there was never like big artists that would come and tour through mm-hmm. the island that were into rock, because who's playing rock in the Caribbean, right? Right. A lot of these bands started mimicking other bands. Like even now, there's like a huge tribute thing, right? That no one even nowadays even wants to play tribute. Right. And obviously what it is, it's you paying, obviously, um, homenaje, uh, homage. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, right. Homage uh, to these people. Right. So like Nukes had like a dream theater uh, with um, what's the Ramstein. Right. (laughs) And then Pericles, that was like the the skater Tony Hawk era punk. Right. And they would add some ska punk to it. Right. Uh, then this other band, Merodak, they were black metal. You know what I'm saying? Like super black and, uh, um, you know, that whole Cradle of Filth, Demu Borgir, right? That whole vibe. Um, and then there was other bands that, you know, mimic stuff like Metallica and other bands. You know, so there was like a lot of that. Like the band that I was playing with, we were really, really into like Thrice. We were really into uh, Pennywise. We were really into MXBX. So that was like the vibe. No effects. That was the vibe hmm. that that band was all about. But we would always play stuff, either if it was covers or something similar to what we were hearing. Hmm. It's weird that there's so much, it's so accessible here that there's like cover bands for specific bands. That I'm going to go to a whole set of just this. Yeah. And that, with that. But even I could, like the, I could tell I was listening to Bonnie and Clyde before he came over because I'm a professional and study. Does his homework. I, I, I spent two minutes doing it before, even though I've heard it. Probably even six percent of the way in the song, you start hitting this guitar thing. And I was like, in my head, I was like, Omar's about 30 because this is the shit we listened to when we were kids. And I can tell them that, like, <laughs> even back to going like, go to Furnace Fest, like, last year, I'm like, yeah. we're getting older. And shit, like, I, I went to Warp Tour in 2002 and, like, saw Pennywise and No Effects. I'm like, mm. Joe and I, when we were kids, he was like, I like punk. And he was like, I like, I'm like, oh, metal. Like, but it was like fucking edema and stuff yeah. like that. But to, like, yeah, hear that similar style of music growing up compared to most kids my age are like, whatever the hell's on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm in like fifth grade, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen no effects. But but that like that and you didn't get that bro, same like hell no. We, that, we, that we luxury never, that. like we would never have that. So yeah. for us, it would be like the quote unquote American dream. For us, it was like yo, fucking, you'll never make any money with yeah. music in this island. No one will ever give a shit about you. 
in DR, there's a lot of socialism, right? Obviously, it's more about how you dress and what you listen to. Now it's changed a little bit more, but it's still out there, right? But back when I was a kid, it was like you were either a metallico, I was like you know, metalhead, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you were a cocolo, which is like hip hop, trap, shit like that, or you were um, you you were like uh, some of us call them hijo papi mami, right? Uh, or like uh, you know what that translates to is is the son of mom and dad, but what that is, is kind of like a pretty boy. You see people what I'm saying? Like, people that like regular radio music. People that like EDM right. and regular music. And- Here we call them Under Armour people. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking much. <laughs> yeah, been- so those were like the three classes that you had to like pick your poison, right? Hmm. It was like Pokemon, right? It was the, the red version, the blue version, the green version. In right? my head, you just have on like eyeliner and long hair on over your face. <laughs> well, no, I never had long hair there. But when I moved here, I grew my hair all the way out. Because over there, yet again, if you were a metalhead, the, the stigma was, you were broke. You worship the devil. You know, you have no money. You do Which all is the pretty drugs. Accurate, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty universal. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Me, poor worshiping the devil. Like, <laughs> I'm not a metalhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, you know, in a sense. Now we have all, a lot of money, but carry on. No, I was going to say also over there, that they, especially, you know, back then, there was a huge, like, phobic, homophobia yep. kind of thing. So if guys wear earrings, it was a problem. I'm saying if you hmm. had tattoos, it was a problem. If you had... Uh, you know, uh, a taste of, uh, you know, being a little bit more feminine or being a little bit more polished up, cleaned up. It was like, eh, what, what's going on here, right? Nowadays, obviously, it still exists out there. Oh, definitely. But, but back that, then, it was re- it was so evident. It was disgusting. That's mm-hmm. really interesting to hear with, with, one, how fashionable you are. I'm not going to lie to you. And, like, you know, I've, I've seen your bathroom counter when we shared a bathroom. <laughs> but, like, that, like, always dressed to the nines and staying fresh and, like, I'm all for dressing loud and vibrant, and I kind of I've seen your style like that. I think times you have triple. That, I've seen you, some wild shit. Yeah, but I'm but a husky white your style too. Yeah, bro. but if I was like hot Dominican, yeah, I'd dress exactly <laughs> like you wear, like leather jackets with writing on it. And, but like, no, I can't do that. I but I get to also if I had money, I would dress like an NBA player like all the time. Like I'd be doing this. Podcast. I mean, I'm usually used to seeing you in shorts, jerseys, I mean, or like or like a huge shirt that's like. Has like freaking a cat on it, or I, like I either have on Britney Spears or, or some shit. That's how long we've been playing together. You remember cat shirt, cats on the front, and the cats butts on the back. Oh yeah. Damn. What about the? Uh, and I wore the tiger shirt. All right, so I that I used to go wild. Now I, pretty these days I'm in a. I look like a character. What color button up or pants am I in when we're playing? And that's like, <laughs> but like yeah. So that saying like hell back then like even here there was like the nineties were like you know oh you're gay. It's like always a thing, and so how is the food? Yeah, back home is always is always on fire. Yeah, I mean no matter no matter what, like or like what are we eating? No, just like in general, you know. He likes pizza and hot dogs. Yeah, (laughs) is there there anything that you like still cook today that you know? Well, I I I think the 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 right reference is heat up because I don't cook. However, (laughs) however, uh, no no no. Usually, if I'm eating anything like. So our breakfast dish that we really eat whenever the fuck we want, which is mangu, we also call it tregolpe, depending on what you put, whether it's cheese in it, whether if you put obviously plantains are in it as well, salami, everything in between, right? For but breakfast. For my, breakfast, right? My mom used to make cheese and salami for breakfast. Cheese and salami. <laughs> you just needed some plantain, man. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah, all day. <laughs> but we call it tregolpe, right? But like That's what we call it too. <laughs> you too? No, but I always laugh when, when I hear like Dominicans name shit. Because, like, tre golpe is, uh, I guess, three punches. 
That's like, like you're for he's breakfast. Looking, he's looking at us like if we know the answer. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about how it translates. You're three telling me your breakfast is called three punches, salami, and cheese, <laughs> and plantains. Yeah, tres golpe. Oh, you should. We have sandwiches, and omelets. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, no, but we eat that shit all the time. And I'm, I'm huge. I, I love chuleta, which is pork chops, right? I get that one. That yeah. one's not called three punches. <laughs> yeah, pork chop, chuleta. Why is it called three punches? No, no. Oh, why? Um, because of how it makes you feel. It's, it's like, it's like, oh, like I don't even know how to explain three it. Punches it's, to the gut. Oh, it's breakfast like, hit me. It's like you know that yeah. like generic sound when 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 you see the, the cartoon character just punch someone in the gut. It's like. Oof, yeah. Right. When you eat that shit, you're like, mm, ooh. Like I don't know how to explain it other than making noises, bro. It's just fire. But yeah, we used to eat a sandwich where kids beat the shit out of you in a parking lot. But <laughs> hell yeah. Man. So what you what you eat for dinner besides you know three punches and pork chops? With the normal day, uh, you watching Shrek? I mean the same shit, man. Fucking rice, beans, chicken. With, with some plantain. Okay. I mean, I always put banana on everything, too, man. Your day gets more normal as it goes on. You start out with a very strange comment. <laughs> what, what about fourth meal? You're hung- fourth, Santa. You're hung- we call that Santa. Santa Claus? San- <laughs> not, not Santa. Santa. S-E-N-A. I know you didn't eat Santa for breakfast. I, I did. Just a little bit. What's your favorite dish? Pizza and hot dogs? <laughs> Pizza and hot dogs. We did just eat a bunch of... Welcome to America. The American dream. I see. It's Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah, and that was... They fucked it up. That was, like, one of my favorite things growing up, Ninja Turtles, and I feel like that stems to, like, my pizza addiction because I just, like, would stare at pizza all day, and these, like, teenager, teenage turtles are holding this, like, So, so which cheese. turtle? <laughs> Michelangelo, definitely. And, I mean, I didn't have to tell you. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite Ninja Turtle, and what's your favorite cartoon pizza? Because the goofy I don't movie really has to... have one. I didn't really watch it that much. Ninja I, Turtles, I, whatever the blue guy. Oh whatever, my god, whatever Leonardo. the blue guy was. I was Leonardo, like, yeah, my favorite the color, blue guy. My favorite color is blue. This Leonardo. Is my, this is my turtle. What are you? Which one are you? <laughs> I feel like if what you know me, you? I feel like if you know me, you're gonna think Leonardo. I feel like I gotta say Leonardo. He's already Leonardo. I know. I've always liked Raph though. I've always loved Raph. Yeah, of course, I hated Raph because he was always telling Michelangelo to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never thought about it, but now I feel like I'm a Leonardo. Now, cartoon pizza, Ninja Turtles pizza or a Goofy movie pizza? No, no, no. <laughs> or Samurai Pizza Cats. All right, what was that? You never seen that? Mm-mm. Bro, look it up. <laughs> Samurai Pizza. All right, we're going to take a break and watch Samurai Pizza Cats. We'll be and back. riding the Tesla. Oh, I forgot we're doing that because I didn't tell the listeners that we were going to ride the Tesla and give it a review. Sorry. You got to <laughs> drive my, me and my friend we're, around. We'll, we'll do a follow-up <laughs> podcast in the Tesla. No, we're gonna while, be while driving. It goes yeah. zero to sixty. Well, we can do it because I told you I was gonna let you listen to the uh, music video song. There we go. Next and year. that's actually good because then after that bit, we'll get back to it. <laughs> to music, to, to real shit. To the podcast. No, I feel like we're doing real shit. That's we're still just like kind of hyping up what's coming later with that. So we're in the Dominican Republic. We're eating three punches. Eating a grown man. Grown man punches us in the stomach every we morning. All, don't forget, we got here from Shrek and Espanol. And that's fine. So, oh, so uh, you I'm trying to think of the Dominican Republic. <laughs> How big is it compared to an American state? I mean, they know I'm a prick. At this point, they know I'm a prick. <laughs> is, is anybody listening? <laughs> is, is anybody, anybody there? The hundreds of millions. <laughs> nah, dude, I have no idea. How big is it? Dominican Republic at all? <laughs> the same what part, what part size are you from? with a state, bro. What part know. are you from? Uh, me, uh, my fat. Well, 
Yeah, you didn't fucking go to the <laughs> I'm from the capital, right? From Santo Domingo. DC, baby. All right. <laughs> DC, baby. DC from, one, from one capital to the next. Damn, that's good. You should, right? you should do a song about that. All right, boom. So it's on. Did we just come up? Oh. Um, uh, you should but, get Wale uh, on it. But um, my family, my last name and all that good jazz comes from uh, Nagua. So Nagua is on the the eastern, the northern eastern. And I get it because I can see your hands, but they don't. Yeah. Northeast, in Some, a sense. Someone's going to listen. like, and be like Or it's like in think. the center. Describe northeast. his hands. So they're <laughs> soft. <laughs> he says jewelry. That's a fifty thousand dollar ring. I can see it. <laughs> like twelve dollars, oh, if that. It's not from Sheen because that's too much for any Sheen item. <laughs> Where do you get your ring from? That looks like a bolt. This thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's called fashion. Look it up. What's the Joe and Josh podcast? It's quality content. Here. At one point, <laughs> boom. At one point, Chris had a respectable podcast where they talked about. Goals and futures. And then Joe and I come in and we're like, shoes, little baby, Shrek. Shrek. Here, Tesla. you want to talk about Shrek? We're talking about Shrek with my friends in my basement. <laughs> Joke's on you, Chris. <laughs> Shut up. No, but do you want to talk about Shrek anymore? You want to talk about your childhood anymore? I'm out. You want to take a break? Where, I'm from? Get the, where are you from? Yeah, I'm from the uh, from Glen Burnie. I'm from Hell's Gate. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. I'm from parts on just, like Kane. There's a lot of like culture. It is Glen Burnie. It's just oh, Glen Burnie. America's the, hidden the food, gem. You know, America's I will say Glen Burnie is known for it. Before food. we joke about it, the sun, <laughs> the sunset be hitting in Glen Burnie, and like five people will be like, "I feel that." Cause that shit does. You'd see all the go outside. It's five thirty, and you'll look out back, and you'll be like, "But we do like Deadpool <laughs> a lot around here." Okay, I'll start as a drink town. Okay, yeah, that's uh, fuck. We are not known for much more. <laughs> Deadpool merchandise has to know that Glen Burnie exists. Like on a map, they're like, "We're selling more in this, <laughs> this little this red is our dot. target area." Yeah. You know, Deadpool, he's like a hero that cusses. <laughs> Glen Burnie loves their guy. They love their cussing. That's that's what sums it up. Like, we probably, you know who Jelly Roll is? The rapper. We probably like Jelly Roll. Whatever. So, I hope Definitely one of you. like ICP. If you get the Jelly Roll Deadpool reference, please tweet at me. At Josh <laughs> at Live Ambition Radio Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Minus. I was trying to make that a sensor noise. Chris, can you please actually edit a sensor noise there? So we need a soundboard. So we, we should. We just cut it just, out. <laughs> that, no, that's all we're putting out. It's going to be close to Amar's podcast. It's just me. <laughs> On loop. All right, all the thousands of millions. We're going to go ride in Omar's car. Stay tuned for a review. Insert the commercial that's paying for this. <laughs> this is good. Works fucking great. That's the best part. <sighs> Here we are. I just watched Omar's very sad music video. I, I, I felt naturally sad at that towards that last little bit. And then you yeah, look man. so sad. Yes, yeah, so I wanna you doing all right, I'm man. I'm sorry you I made <laughs> I you come on our shithead podcast. I'm glad you did because it's I had to capture that though. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll fix your problems for you. You better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know was, what that means yet. And it's nice. <laughs> Maybe when expression. they release this, it'll be <laughs> exactly. it'll be out. Yeah, they just don't know, and we do. And that and it's the first two were more rock, and that just brings like kind of feel like showcases a, a dynamic, yeah. Of with what like you said earlier, with you didn't speak Spanish at all, so it wasn't in that the third one, but the other two with rock and, and you look cool as shit. Were those glasses, <laughs> Thanks, man. Were those glasses real? Or are you wearing contacts with? No, fake those glasses? were definitely contacts with fake glasses. I know. And then after, you know go ahead. No, you go finish. No, I was gonna say after that, I was like, bro, I need to get my frames on deck, and then I, I literally ordered like. 
six prescribed frames that have like some are like you know a tint, others are sunglasses. So now, if you thought uh, when we went to Alabama, that's what the stem sir, I, I specifically <laughs> was like, are they fake glasses with contacts underneath? We've shared a bathroom. I've seen Omar's bathroom. There's money. There's babes. <laughs> there's glasses. There's rings. There's necklaces. You name it. Kind of. It's all from Sheen. Not all from Sheen. He's got yeah. some expensive mm-hmm. shit. No, nah, no. Nah, you tuck nah, a few nah. chains underneath and you let the one rock out. Just one. Exhibit A. I didn't even notice. Just one. But I see. But I'm glad you got the, you know, I hate fake glasses. There's a glasses where you get yeah. it. And I mean, glasses is, you know, I've, I've been wearing glasses since I was in second grade. Ryan's a glasses wearer. Dude. Oh, oh, man. My eyes are horrible. Con- contacts yeah. <laughs> all the time. Dude, I so. only wear contacts when I'm at the beach. I appreciate you not wearing contacts like without glasses. With that, like you, it also showcases your outfit. Yeah, and I don't even know, like that, I'll tell you this much, for these uh, for these videos, it was the first time I'm like, hey, let me actually plan what I'm going to wear. This stems from me being like, I can't wear this shit. Like, if I wore that, like, outfit, like, the match, <laughs> like, you look hard as fuck, but if I wore that, you guys would like, nah, because I could be in the video, like, I got <laughs> me doing it too hey, I want to go to one of the videos and in a fucking, uh, He got a turtleneck on Fuck is wrong with him <laughs> Ryan we, in Alabama I put on Omar's hat Like he looks so fucking cool in it I make that out look so goofy Can yeah. I wear it to show Ryan Oh yeah yeah go ahead Ryan, look, Ryan's gonna laugh This is like, Oh yeah it's the same hat from the video Same hat from the video coming out last Friday Because we don't record live <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually it doesn't look that bad yeah, It doesn't look that bad man there you go thank you well if you guys saw that it was hilarious and <laughs> we rode in the tesla while we were gone ryan did you have fun on the te- it, it was like, nice man it was it's a it, very nice ride very smooth right 200 it was like uh, 200 feet zero to 50 and braked clean <laughs> you don't got fucking problems you had problems and now you, <laughs> you had problems we're listening to his fucking hard ass like new r&b rock and i'm in the car on the way to my hbo special in the front seat ryan was in the back but yeah i was like this is life. I was like, life's not that bad. And he's also, because <laughs> it drives itself. Now I understand how you get everything accomplished. All three of us were hanging out in the car. No one was driving. The car was driving. We were just getting shit done. Does it talk to you like Superbike from Fairly <laughs> I wish it did, man. I you know what I'm talking did, about? But I would, I would want it just sound like Morgan Freeman. That bike was so toxic. Morgan Freeman. Peaches. Or you. I don't feel like technology should, like, we, we all saw Smart House, and now we just, like, all got Alexas. And we're just like, <laughs> I, I don't like anything that talks back because it knows that I'm, I'm like, hey, Alexa. And I mean, oh, you were listening all day long. My Alexa. I like you. I don't trust your car. I think your car could kill me. Right, good. It could. because, but So that's what you guys waited an hour and 20 minutes for about driving the car. <laughs> but If you're still listening. We also talked in between. Hello. Speaking of fucking problems, tell us about growing up in New York. I also appreciate your music more. I'm like, oh, even this motherfucker got problems. I think you actually were trapping now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just a smidge. But, but like, that was where are you got trapping? Where are you trapping, though? That'd be funny if this is Omar's FBI bust. <laughs> Tune in this Friday to find out during the video. Got is he back? Is he out? But baby you in New York, Manhattan. Yeah. The Big Apple. Big that was it. What made you tough? I'll say DR. Did you ever get robbed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know we were just talking about this outside. Like... <laughs> Yes, I did. Like before, I was even the age of twelve. I was already robbed at gunpoint, at like like three or four times. Like I remember, and I was I was I was telling I was telling him outside. I was like, "Yo, I remember going to band practice, having my my crappy Yamaha fake me out Fender lookalike on my back in front of my little Audio Pine amp speaker. That was like a 
It was like a one by eight or something like that. It was it was. The I'm big, I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Has distortion on and shit like that. Sound like the AM Are channel. Converses at the time, uh, dude. If you didn't wear Converse, were you wearing Chuck Taylors in this situation? Yes, yeah, of course you were. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Taylors, skinny jeans, um, and I, I think I had like a like a band shirt or something like that. Of course you did. And then next, you know, dude comes out him uh, him and his boy in una pasola, which is like a little motorcycle. Uh, how much older than you were they? How much taller? Older. Older? Had to be. Fuck, maybe 40, 50? Kid Roberts. I hope you guys see the problems video Friday. And <laughs> yeah. Up a now you guys know, right? It explains it. Oh, uh, two well, white yeah, guys who've never been robbed at gunpoint, and one guy who's been robbed at gunpoint on a podcast. Who would have thought? But no. carry on. So you were, they <laughs> no, no. You? So, I mean, they just came, grabbed, yanked my, my chain. I had like a Jesus chain that my grandma gave Jesus me. Jesus piece. I've heard of it. You them. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, they just ripped it off, rolled out. They saw the guitar was trash, kept it rolling. And then literally five seconds later, um, my boy, um, my drummer at the time, this guy named Jose Enrique, lived up the street. And him and his dad pulled up five seconds later. And I hopped in the car. I never even mentioned it. I and until this day, I never even told my parents that I've been robbed. So do you want to cut this out? Are your parents going to listen? Yeah. Hopefully they do. Do you want to cut this out? I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. You heard that, parents? No, you <laughs> you heard, heard that, parents? Good. No, but that's even, imagine if they would have stolen your guitar and left your chain. Maybe you would have been like a jewelry dealer. The butterfly. How long did you have that guitar for? Uh, I still own that guitar. It's in the Dominican Republic in my closet. Hmm. I got that guitar. I got the. I have this. Uh, was that your first guitar? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was my first guitar, black, with a with a white. Um, I remember I was blown too because I wanted to get the the mint, you know, uh, one that that Tom used to play in Blink. <laughs> I was like, oh god, I get that guitar. So we, Joe had that, right? My for, mom. I had a red red one with a white pick card. My mom Ooh. got us matching guitars at the same time when we were kids. <laughs> it's like, I want to shred. Yeah, well, yeah. He had. Dude, but no, the red one, I think Tom played a red one in uh, First hey, Date. Jonas. <laughs> the blue, First Date video? Yeah, the I think in the, in, in the First Date one, he had a red one. Because even Mark Hoppus' signature line on bass, like in the early 2000s, mint? was the mint pink, the yeah. mint green. Like, it was that whole. I mean, because I think he had the mint, he had the pink one during all the small things. I remember, dude, I remember downloading. Yes, I said it, Metallica. I'm sorry. Off LimeWire. Off LimeWire. Yeah, Napster. Man. All the visuals. We used to burn them. All the fucking, uh, uh, yeah. what the fuck was it? Vans Warped Tour or some shit? Uh, the CDs. Oh, the it, compilations. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just like an old Joe. And it was like, it was a bunch of videos. Just them playing them. System of a Down. Slipknot. Like a bunch of different bands. Just fucking Dude, going. Dude, it's fucked up. I... Now that I know you didn't get to go to concerts as a teenager, I feel like a shit. But like I like, my mom was also amazing and always took us to these wild things. Like I've seen, I saw all of them like in their prime when I was a kid, and it just like was really inspiring. Dude. And it's just like it's one, it's the privilege I got to go to System of Down. You had to get robbed at a train and keep your guitar. Like Pretty you much. had it way tougher than me. And like listeners, if you need one of the two of us in a fight, I would not pick me. <laughs> it's like pick me. We'll fuck you up. We have a podcast. Boom. No, but that's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, how yeah. I got into it. But even like. From like a vocal standpoint, I was yelling when I was like eleven as a kid, and but going to concerts, dude. And every, you had to make your own system of yeah, a down, pretty fucking much, bro. Yeah. Like I remember on guitar, you heard that system of a down. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> <laughs> your system of a down. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, is that a new album? I don't know. They came out with we're, a new album. We're sorry, right? No, it's okay. It's no, okay. we got beef with system of a down. <laughs> no, but I was gonna say, uh, like, I so system of a down was the first riff that i played on guitar so i'm like super fans of, of them of course what but song i was toxicity yeah 
And then I remember playing uh, Chop Sway or Chop Suey, however. Chop Suey. Yeah, that shit. I remember fucking playing that shit, too, and loving it. But uh, Slipknot, oh, my God. I, it's, I remember seeing, I can't remember the name of the video, but the video where Joey's on the little bicycle, the tricycle. That's like, mm. Chris, that's like sicker waiting for you because it's the shiny nah, it, it, wait, Yeah, I think so. So when that shit came out. When I was, Iowa came out, left behind I was, was the first hit. It dude, wasn't that. That was early. No, it had to yeah, have been early. Like 1993, 1993. You ready? I'm going to go to, I'm going to like mute, but you carry on with Yeah, no, but the reason why I say that is, um, is uh, right before I got into rock, I remember seeing that because my sister's porn, Limbiscuit, all that mm-hmm. shit. And that's how I got into it. Uh, but there was a commercial on MTV played visual which was the the drummer on, on the bike um and you know r.i.p joey you know what i'm saying so um freaking i remember getting my shit i was so fucking scared i was like i'm not watching this shit. then eight years later i'm over here talking fucking you know wait and bleed fucking left behind like just loving all these you know, right fucking uh vermilion dude god damn so i saw slipknot i'm gonna get to it i gotta find the music video i saw slipknot probably like a month or two ago and i've never seen him bro I'm i've so seen blown. him i've seen him twice when I, I was a kid my mom took us on good friday it was slipknot cky and chimera at nation in dc and then nation I, sheesh that's nation. a while ago i don't know anyone else who knows what nation is except you but i'm also not from dc so that makes sense i'm gonna find it's either no, but nation is like back that's what nation was where they did all the uh the, the play the plays and battle bands I'm just going to put on Slipknot live on mute in the background. <laughs> but I saw Slipknot, and it's it's weird to say you, like, I like forget they're, like, just a band still at the end of the day. Like, from a, how good they were in an impressive standpoint, you see them, there's, like, this entity. It's fucking nine people. The production that goes into it, you're like, I haven't seen them. You never have. But, like, you see, like, videos of Slipknot playing, and you're like, this is crazy. At the age, in his 50s, Corey Taylor just has to yell for an hour, and he sounded so fucking good. And it was inspiring to like damn i don't understand how people like bands can do like a full tour and like do it with you know without trouble like if it was me i'd be like when you say trouble define i mean like that i mean if you're singing every night okay you know that's a lot of stress on your own i mean if you're doing it right i got you guys so you're saying clean trouble like work trouble not like Getting into trouble after oh, oh, at no. bars or no, fucking up the city, town slash everything. And else. Even with that singing for thirty days, he is going out and like just straight up yelling for an hour. Like they sounded so tight. Yeah, but we're also there. No, but I- I'll tell you yeah. this much. So like, I, th- I think the longest I've been out is almost like a month and some change, right? And the first time we did like like back back in, in when I was in in your memory. We did, I remember the first time we did like a week run and I was like eating Skittles, like getting, like trying to find a way to not get cotton mouth. Right. Because it was either I would blow my throat out or I would just not know how to control myself. Right. Then versus, you know, six, seven years later, us touring, doing a month and some change, supporting good, good bands and shit. When we did that, there was more of a routine. Right. I mean, you and me were talking earlier and I was like, bro. I would love to do like another two, three month run. Yeah, because your car drives itself. We've come a long way <laughs> since we started that. Yeah, I'm sure you would. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. No, I'm but, saying because when you get you, to like that pocket, like week two, three, it's a fucking autopilot. And also right now, I feel like huh. you're at the point because you've been doing this. How long at this point in your life? I feel like you're going all in with yeah. like you. 
don't need to get in your work team. Like, you have quit your job to go all in on this. And like, you're still employed because they want you that bad. But we're not getting into that. But, like, yeah, that's what you want. You are ready for a 30-day. And we've even talked about it. You were talking about going out and supporting something. I was like, no, fuck that. But it depends on the situation with good. But, like, it's time, I feel. Yeah. Bro, I mean, honestly, I'm going knee-deep into this. Because, uh, dude, why not? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, we talked about like, the importance of it, too. Like, you have something special here, I feel like, with, like, your where you're from and the style of music and these things that we've i didn't know like i find out something new that's why i like doing the podcast that you've been robbed a bunch <laughs> yeah, Fucking yeah just as crazy <laughs> like, kind of just put me down the lane yeah. man but i'm telling you man it's like i think now especially with this project you know raleigh v and jazz even though it's it's my name it's like i feel like there's more contributors to it because it's not just entities that are in a band right because you know back when i was in all these previous bands when you collaborated, it was like taboo or you're cheating on somebody. If you go to work with anybody else, right now that this is just like a solo act. And I remember it's I was style. like, I dude, I was going to like just create a band and do the whole fucking Dave Grohl Foo Fighter shit. And I was like, then I started going. and I was like, dude, Kenny Hoopla. It's just the fuck, you know, like there's all these people that are just them. So I was like, dude, I'm just going to do it. And now the conversations are more intimate. It's not just. Hey, how did you guys meet? Right? That's how every single interview I did, it was always, well, what was your origin story? You know? Like, what? how, how did y'all get the powers? And even, I, <laughs> you see I, what I'm saying? I get that being a band, and the only thing we really have is the, the authentic, is like that we are a group of five friends. It's not yeah. just like, when we're not a band, we're still, we're, being a band is weird, but at this point, you're selling yourself. Exactly. Th this exactly. Is, so now it's more like, okay, well, talk, like, how did we get not here? Saying that, some holding back. You're on your own time, and you're not, you can't not do something because of someone else. You'll always be able to perform and pursue Facts. this with the support of, you know, people around you that are. Yeah. But, but even, like, that fucking video that we are talking about, like, the reason why I was getting so choked up was because, like, that song Envy, you know, I, I think back four or five years ago, I was dropping bread, doing all these big production stuff. That song we just heard sounds super full. And it was done in my goddamn basement. <laughs> and I didn't have to call nobody. You know, everything on that you, track the, was the body, all me. Your current recordings sound better than anything else that you're yeah. insert previous band name. I think just the sound of it. And that's from like I said, we've been yeah, we've been doing this for damn near ten years now. Fuck it, bro. I've seen your progress at this point where like, yeah. And and that's the whole thing. Like now I think back, we're doing this video and it just came off a of fly. Like I was just like, bro, I really like this guy's visuals. Let's talk concept. Okay, what are you thinking? This is what you're thinking. Shit, okay. Well, I kind of think we should do this. Hey, I have a friend. I've known her for years. She does makeup. Okay, cool. Hey, this person does wardrobe. I clicked on them. Hey, you want to get on this product? So I'm like, I don't know anything about that. Then hair and all this other stuff, you know, spacing. Next, you know, we have this huge production that at one point I was in the basement like, this shit sucks. It's a big like, collaboration, man. Right? And now seeing it come to fruition, I'm like, damn, this and and not and only do that, it with people you, you I was you just know and appreciate like hell yeah, I, bro. I would have nothing with all this dumb bullshit hell I've yeah. done without like people being able to bring my wild dumb ideas to life. It's like, Dude, I, well, no, I need and a, they I, care I need about a, it more than you. I need a Bat Boy flyer, and this guy made it, and he usually charges a bunch. He just gave it to me because he's like, "This is sick." Dude, and just I I could not do any. I with that different from your two vocalist standpoint. Like I am nothing without them and yours, but like you were the complete package before us so you should you're and you recognize that and i feel and not that it wasn't it was all you've always been great 
But I now there's nothing holding you back. I feel like that's kind of the, the vibe. I can't quit my job because I'm not a sexy Dominican. <laughs> I'm becoming a fucking rock star. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. No, I definitely appreciate those kind of words. Would you guys see this video, which is already out by now? You'll know which outfit out of the two I'm talking about. I would look dumber in one than the other, but that one <laughs> picture me doing that and the turtleneck. I just tomorrow. No, I would look good in the turtleneck. I wouldn't look cool in the fucking. Oh, I'd be dance. Oh yeah, no, not me. T- tomorrow we both exit our rooms dressed the same way. And that yeah, the same <laughs> sweatsuit TBD. Oh shit! And it, it looks like a fucking movie. And even being like being able to like do music videos and like the documentary we did. It's so weird being having something like that. That's forever. You can show your grandkids like, oh, at one point I had this. And like. We have a documentary. I feel like I'm in a fucking movie. And like, I look cooler than I thought I would. And with that, I'm like, oh, Omar's in my room next to me. But he's also fucking spitting bars in this barber shop. <laughs> in this fucking barber. Hey, yo. And that shit was dope. Because it was all about the culture there. You know what I'm saying? Now we're watching Lincoln Park Live from 2001. They don't look as cool as he did. They're in regular clothes. No sweatsuits. What, what song do you think they're playing right now? Uh, not in the <laughs> end. Maybe. Uh, uh... Mike Shinoda came in early, so it has to be. All right, so speaking of the DJ, where we're watching Slipknot, two guys have gotten by by playing trash cans. They make less than they should. At one point, this guy's just banging his head, like crawling around and beating his head. <laughs> like banging the can. I'm like, he's at work right now. He's like, I had work earlier. He had to show up for this hour and a half. Like, like, they definitely sound checked for him. He just had to show up and like beat a fucking trash can. And that's, that's Does, making it. I feel like. Doesn't he do like backup vocals too? Or is it just. You're talking about clown? Man, clown. Has, two, this, he has two of them. Sid, the one guy with the uh, like pencil nose. Oh yeah, I can't because right now there's three that aren't original. They have the Weinberg kid at drums. Right. The two that died, they, they have the, the Paul and I think Cloud. They have two of them replaced with other people. One of them's legal, and then Joey Ooh. Jordan said and Paul are dead. The rest are. What did you say? One of them's legal. One of two. What two members of Slipknot died? One of them like. Is in like a legal battle with him, so they replaced him. Uh, I think it's the clown. Yeah, of course he is, you fucking clown. It's in your name. We should have known the whole time. <laughs> Try hard. No, uh, but even Slipknot, like they were just like, and I'm like, I want to, I look at Setlist because I'm anxious and I need to know how long like, I'm going to be somewhere. So I knew what they were going to play. And Emily, who did the last one, she works for Live Nation. She just got me, Joe, and my coworker and his wife pit tickets day of. Damn. And I'm like 15 feet away from Slipknot. I think it's like hit on Saint Ed of the game. They just fucking hit. Dude, they, I would have loved this. I fucking love. They played all, all oh guy, all hits. I didn't know how. You ready? He is like five foot six. In my head, I always thought he was like six two, because he used to be chunky, and I feel like that was part of it. Also, did not know Jim Roots like six foot eight. He's like the height of LeBron James, next to like, like it's crazy. Like a height difference. So we'd be like, me next to Yao Ming, in size. Like it's, it looks kind of silly, but you're like, this is Slipknot. And they've been doing it for so long. Go see Slipknot. We're now endorsed by Slipknot. But <laughs> it's been 20 years since Iowa came out. I remember watching MTV with the Left Behind video and the kid with the milk. Bro, I love that video. I wanted to buy one of those fucking guitars so fast when I saw that video. Really? It just made me want old milk. <laughs> yeah, but the kids in like <laughs> the latchkey kids at home alone with old milk. I'm in my house with new milk because we grew up like, uh, I'm like, but even like, Seeing these like albums come to like a twenty year point with all these bands is makes you feel old. But yes, <laughs> teardrop. Uh-huh. Do, do you think Linkin Park's ever gonna like play live again? They don't need to, because I like Linkin Park a lot. No, their grandkids' grandkids are gonna eat off Transformer movies and be 
Gold's Gym. Because <laughs> if you go to Gold's God Gym, damn, they yeah. play, uh, no, they play Lincoln Park at fucking Gold's Gym like every 15 minutes. Of if you, course, bro, it's Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, I don't really. I mean, I don't know. They may have written the Lincoln listen, Park song before the Transformers. There, there's the like, script. there's like three bands that were literally epitome of being that that uh, entry level drug. Black people, for us, man, it was Lincoln Park, Deftones, and I mean, I gotta say, even though people hate acknowledging it, Limp Bizkit, those three fucking bands were the easiest way in. Of course, there were other bands out there. Blah, blah, blah. But if you're talking about the masses, right? The masses. I, those were the three. I get I get the first two. I get, you know, but like, Limp Biscuit wouldn't have guessed. I think we get to keep Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we think, get to keep them. I think we had to deal with a lot of shit. No, but think Spain. about it. Like, there, that moment where he was, uh, where he was going back and forth with, like, Galera, with Eminem. Like, there was a lot of... You ready for a fun one? We also, we found out recently, Fred Durst is like a genius. He, like, it was with the Puddle of Mud show. Puddle of Mud's one guy, and he has a band around him, and, like, Fred Durst, like, put it on. All of it's fucking organized in his head. Even down to, like, coming back in Lollapalooza and then dropping an album after. All the shit he's behind the scenes on. Was he just, like, a producer, or...? He does it all. In general, he's, like, an evil genius that is, like, had... Like, he's, like, I'm gonna dress like a wigger and do this. Because it will sell, and it did. And even now, they play Lollapalooza. He dresses up like an old man. Yeah. Everyone for a week. Oh, if you heard the new Limp Bizkit album, out, you, like, you've been hearing about Limp Bizkit like, yeah. the whole year, and he's getting other artists and then, the And then the name of the uh, yeah. the album was Limp Bizkit Sucks. Yep. Like, <laughs> I listened to it. Have you listened to it yet? I have not, man. I need to. I want to. I skimmed through it. It's, it's Limp Bizkit. It's not bad. I've heard worse music. Uh, but that, like, it's all, he's fine. He's not some asshole like you would think. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other band, man. I mean, I know Incubus definitely. No, there is no other music. Limp Bizkit <laughs> fucking is it. Yeah, Limp Bizkit all day. I mean, Slipknot, I mean, they were pretty popular. I mean, they were playing on MTV. I mean, yeah, but even it, it was it was it was hard for for, for, yeah, you don't for just, a household of black people. You don't just like go straight into, into that. Yeah, we ain't yeah. we ain't listening we also, like black Spanish people, you know what I'm saying? You're not about to see these masks <laughs> and your mom gonna be like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Timmy good. You know what I'm saying? Like he good. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. No one's saying that shit. Nah. Yeah, you, you had a, you had a like, you know. Strictly new metal. Strictly new metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to slowly feed it to them, you know. What was that other band? Um that did um Jesus Goddamn band. Brand new. Nah, I mean, I know people that were they new metal? They have a song corn. Well, yeah, corn. Corn. That's another one too. Yeah. But what the fuck was the name of this band? They did the reason. Oh, the calling. Hoobastank? No, uh, Hoobastank. Yeah. He said the, that is another one of their songs. I think it's Crawling in the Dark. Cra- like, oof. Is that? Okay. Crawling in the Dark. No, isn't that? That's, that's fucking uh, is, these motherfuckers. Is, is Hoobastank? I don't think that's Hoobastank. But that's <laughs> no, I said Crawling in the Dark is them. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, Crawling is them. Crawling? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, somebody, Two different songs. Somebody call in right now. <laughs> it's not even released yet, but somebody let, call, let call in. Mr. Yeah. Let me call Mr. Stank. Mr. No, Hoobs. All right, so and that's the smart shit, like, you see artists put out like the acoustic song or the sad one and it will always be the most popular. Like the reason by like Hoobastank's like kind of have some grit to them and then they do that. Is is new is Hoobastank new metal? No, they're mm. on a plane. Did they own. have a DJ? No, they're, they're not heavy enough. <laughs> does does having a DJ make you new metal? I that's that was my theory. Except for corn. Did corn have a DJ? When I when I think new metal my head uh, no, they didn't. They were no, we, 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 we were weird. We were strictly vocal. Kids. 
Okay. <laughs> Corn was a five piece. I know. They just Corn always man. felt like they had a fucking DJ. Because of the weight, like the. Slip, you ready? Right. So Slipknot's the only one with the DJ. No, it's not. I mean, who, what are we talking? Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Slipknot. Are we Slipknot. talking new metal? I don't think Limbiscuit. We're talking new metal, though. Yeah. Is that not new metal? Well, Limbiscuit doesn't have a DJ. Yeah. Yes, what? they do, bro. <laughs> no, don't look it up. I'm putting Limbiscuit. Yes, they do. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I'm not saying it's not electronics. They definitely got a DJ, bro. I met Wes Borland when I was a kid. The bass player, Limbiscuit. He was filling in for from first to last. Dude, I, me- I remember his, uh, his bass was the first bass I saw that was all lit up and green. I was like, oh, my God. I've never given a shit about bass until this Bro, moment. Too, you also like the importance of like, there's a there's a documentary on HBO. Of course, the podcast talks about a documentary. It's with Dr. Dre and um Jimmy, whatever his name is, his like business partner. But how like they they kind of like how the importance of all of it in the '90s on the same record label was Eminem and Marilyn Manson because before everything was like more appropriate and clean, and then you have Marilyn Manson like. Did he take his rib out to blow himself? And like the shock value of all of it, Limb Biscuit, you're cussing on TV. Your music is cussing. It's all inappropriate. Like, look at us now. Like, we've, if you thought shit was inappropriate in 97, like, here I am. Like, I've seen, I've <laughs> yeah, seen people yeah, yeah. die on the internet. And like, but Limb Biscuit, like, did you see the, any, you ever read into the 90s Lollapalooza? Uh, Kid Rock? Definitely not now. The first Kid Rock, but, but he had you a ready? DJ. No, 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 I got. It. Okay, fuck, he had did? a DJ. Okay, okay. Fuck, fuck, DJ. fuck Kid Rock. The first Kid Rock album. Hey, it real good. quick. Pod. Oh, boom. Pod, P-O-D? was another one. How do we leave that out, bro? How Pod used to fucking slap Papa Rush. Papa, what Papa the fuck Rush? am I talking I'm on about? Wikipedia, if you no, Papa tell. Roach we didn't have a been... DJ, but Papa Roach was in that fucking <laughs> shit and all that. Lord have mercy. Now, I was going to say, shout outs to all the bass players. Don't think about that time, right? You had to do something weird to be noticeable as oh. a bass player. Think about it. You got you got the fucking bass player from Corn. The shit's all the way down with the... You have uh, uh, the dude from... Uh, Limp Biscuit, West Borland, who is the right? bass. Yeah. Oh, Mud yeah. Mudvayne, the guy at the uh, Fucking uh, Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Flea. Like, yeah. I feel like all these bass players had to be like, that's huge personality. If not, you're going to get lost in the sauce. Speaking of that. I have two less strings. I need to do Look more. at West Portland <laughs> on TV. Speaking of, yeah, of course, you got to be. Yeah, look at the DJ right there, bro. Sorry, we're just digesting this, Christian. <laughs> we're just taking it in. <laughs> no, leave the silence. No, they're including the fans. Okay. this. Damn, I forgot Snoop Dogg was in this shit. This is so 90s with <laughs> the hat. Yeah, and the hairdo, bro. If you see a backwards red hat, you think Fred Durst. Immediately. That's branding right there, baby. Then he fucking sold in with WWE and like did the Undertaker's theme song. Mm. And like all of it. You know, so Fred Durst been eating this whole time. Nah, I'm not, you know, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Just just like yeah, that's the goal, I think. That is the vibe though. I would see Limbiscuit. Because even on on a kick recently I've seen seeing Slipknot. We saw Rob Zombie and like Marilyn Manson at concert. Like it's fucking inspiring, man. Like that's that's rock music. And they do it well. I've seen the Foo Fighters. And like, Dude, I still haven't seen them. I'm so blown. When they played at 9.30, I was like, what the fuck, We man? threw tickets away to the Foo Fighters once. You threw tickets away? Nobody would come with us. When? You've known us since then. What? July 4th in D.C. Apparently, you're from D.C. We're from D.C. because we went. What? It was on July 4th. This year? No. Oh. No. Still, bro. Listen, that yep, shit happens ready? again. You call my ass immediately. Oh, is that the one where they were in like a... Small club or like 930 club or something. 
that was recently. They yeah, did, they did that they, this year. They do that kind of often, actually. To, to uh-huh. reopen 9.30 after the pandemic. No, we mm-hmm. saw them at, um, what's the... Fuck, what's the Meriwether? old... Where the Redskins used to play? FedEx. Uh, FedEx Field. Yeah. The, the, the uh, old one. No, uh, we do, fuck, it's where... Uh, it's like a huge... God damn it. It's in Virginia? No, it's in D.C. It's where um D.C. It's where Manchester... Oh, uh, the, yeah, yeah, down there. Fuck, and I'm going to think of the name, and it's going to piss me off. Um, they and always I, do conventions. Down I there. know it every day. It's an old football field. Yeah. But it was outside. in a football stadium. But it's them, Gary Clark Jr., and like 10 other artists throughout the day. He had a broken leg. Um, so where he was sitting down the whole time? He broke his leg like two weeks before, and they made a cash Damn, that thing. happened there? Uh, yeah. He was, that was here? Then? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. Not because he finished the tour, and they made like a throne. Yeah. They, so he can they play. They stopped the tour, and they did that. He's from here, so they did the hometown, like, D.C. 4th of July show. We got four free tickets, but five people were going. Emily and I drove to get two from uh, Bel Air. Joe, Kyle, and Corey were up in the very, very top back row, and Emily and I are in the pit, like, ten rows back from the food. Like, so close. And it was, like, the first four. Like, we were, like, been dating for, like, a few months. And I'm like, Sheesh. Dude, wild day. Dude, I would love to get, go to that shit. <sighs> so, one, so what, uh, what do you plan to accomplish going into 2022? <laughs> Keep doing dope shit, fresh? bro. Oh. Dope shit. Yeah. Sing, what, are you going to do more music or rock? Yes. I am going to do a lot more of it. No, honestly, man, I got... Um, when do you plan to play? Let me know a date. <laughs> no the date. jokes behind these, I've been hounding you to play for months. Bro. And for the listeners, but that's the all the jokes there. And he'll, we'll get the one, but he's been offered <laughs> Puddle of Mud. Anything that we've touched in the past year, he's had a chance. But we'll get there. We will, man, eventually. I was like, Puddle of Mud? You were like, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> do you want your first show to be with Puddle of Mud? You were like, I don't, nah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't blame you. Birthright's better than It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. How I, was it? What? Let me ask y'all that. How did it go? We played. For, moral of this room was huge. Uh, at the end of the day, we played for like a hundred. We played for over a hundred people in a 2,000 cap room. So they're all, it's a nightclub. It's all spaced out for, the, for a bunch of hillbillies. We sounded great. We played well. They weren't dicks. They were pr- fairly responsive. And I've. You know, Nobody booed us. We played, you really thought y'all were going to boo? No, no, I never. No. I to put it. I, 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 quick way, if someone boos y'all, what's, you know, what's next? But we were I in West Virginia playing. Oh, after that, I'll be like, fuck you. And like, I, would, I have nothing to live for. I'll, I'll fight someone. <laughs> I have nothing to live for. <laughs> I'll boo them and start playing another song. Boo! Yeah. Come throw food at Just me. start throwing shit at them. No, I I always knew we were going to be better than Puddle of Mud, but we were. He was so fucked up. And he wasn't us at the end of the day. Eddie was the what? He wasn't us, you know? Birthright. Didn't have it. We did. We took it all with us. <laughs> they left immediately after. Oh, they did? All right, so he, we, we play, Fadis played too. Mm-hmm. Fadis was great, by the way. Yeah, like, they were. I think both of us kind of stole the show for people like. Yeah, I'm not, su- I'm not surprised. Dude, I went, I went, I told you, I went to uh, by their practice because uh, we were going to rehearse right after Fadis' practice at John's house. And the moment I walked in, bro, they just sounded so good and i was like damn that basement must be bumping right now because i feel it i'm in the kitchen like ooh, right ooh. Yeah, the sound the sound <laughs> in the room was like like i loved hearing them and originally i was up front and like 20 seconds in i backed up and just stood directly in the middle of that area because that's where i knew the sound wasn't it like they sounded great but they all left and like joe fadist and i just like 
abuse the opportunity of being in a nightclub on, you know, on a weekend because we're all old. Don't get out. But we're all like, <laughs> all had a hotels close. And it was, it was a really good night. Great time with friends that I haven't had. Like, and I haven't, I haven't had an after party with Fadis in a while. So that was nice. To, they go to bed early. They go to bed Except early. John is not listening. It seemed like everyone else was more impressed that we were playing with Puddle of Mud than we were. That was I was like, oh my gosh, that's so it's cool. I'm like, is it? Also, <laughs> in, in, is it though? Is it though? In people's heads, they think that being in a band takes up like 80% of my time when it really takes up like six days a year. And like, it's all the, and people even still. It is the build up. I went to go to the hospital after I went to your music video shoot and they were like, congratulations. No, congratulations. I'm like, <laughs> we fuck? made it. Yeah. yeah, like, no, Puddle of Mud made like, it. Like, pack it up. Yeah, but that you played with the band actively on the radio, and people's heads birthright is on fire right now. But really, we've just been hanging out. We have fantasy teams, like we have, we, like we we've been watching football and working. But like they in their heads, like we're like, cashing checks and playing with puddle of mud. But puddle of mud sucks. Just want a dollar. Let me get a dollar, baby. Please. <laughs> oh, oh yes, Mister Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Fucking loser. Try hard. He's a try hard. I mean, there's there's tons of videos of, of him online. Like we had a chance to headline weird. the show. Of what? To headline? You they they wanted someone to play. Yes, we did. They said you no. You did not want to so headline. Did, did someone actually end up playing afterwards? Be- because it's Why been- would you want to headline that damn show, bro? Because the, uh, that amount of people is going to watch us before or after. It's a nightclub. They're open late. They should have been open for us anyway. But here's the thing. If we would have taken it, the A showed up late. We would have been bumped to direct support. But, but we didn't know that at the time. But I also just think Puddle of Mud should have been opening for us. We have 17 minutes ahead. You're today. right here. We're gonna play on, on the cast. He was like, "Do you want to?" Oh, play? He was like, "Do you want to play for an hour?" I was like, "Dude, we play for like," <laughs> and that's a big show for us, <laughs> bro. Fucking, you play for a whole hour? Nah, bro. He offered three us, songs. It was me, Joe. Chet. You want me to play him on repeat? Joe, Chad, Eric, and I, I told him I was like, "Why not just play two sets?" I was like, "Birthright can play at seven, and then again at eleven. Like, that's fine." Bro, I shit you not. One time I played in a in New York. And it was like, of course, you and Jets or Giants? Uh, Giants. Oh, fuck um, you. I was going to say fuck you either way. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I'm in fucking New York and we're playing this acoustic show and we're actually getting paid pretty fucking well for a fucking acoustic show. Like, who the fuck wants to listen to me over an acoustic guitar? <laughs> yeah. It's stupid, bro. Yeah, I love you. And I, if you were like, come to my free show, I would come and support you. But like, if you were like $10, I'd be like, I'm not fucking. Dude, you just come <laughs> no, sing for me so, my so, we, so we go and play in. in house right mind you he's a, he's an amazing man right i don't even want to take it so if he does hear this you know i fuck with you you're my guy if he's listening to this you're fucking amazing <laughs> I, I love you too no, no no but he's he's amazing dude yo um but we he's invited us out um uh, back then a lot of times and shit and he supports like you know this project as well riley v i mean he loves everything i'll be putting out and shit and he supports it right but uh we're in his house and we're doing this acoustic show and it's for it's for i can't remember if it was his anniversary like with his wife or it was his wife's birthday. It was one of the two. But after I finished playing the song that I was playing because it was their favorite song, he was like, I need you to play it again. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, play it again. And I was like, was anyone else there? Was it just him? <laughs> no, no. There In was, a basement? There, were, there was two other bands uh, that were a lot bigger than, than, than uh, obviously the band I was in. Who were they? <laughs> I won't. I won't drop names. 
<laughs> we vowed not to speak up this moment again. But it I'm was, gonna it find was, out when we it go. Was a really, pretty, it was a really big band. I'm pretty sure you did say the name at one point in this podcast. Nah, nah, I didn't. Nah, nah. This is the first time I say this story. But you ready? Can we pause it while you tell us and we won't say anything? <laughs> I, maybe, maybe, maybe. Huh? Maybe. Oh shit! I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's insane. I thought that guy's been dead for over twenty years. <laughs> no. no, but uh, but yeah, now so. Pretty much all three of us are looking at each other like, did he just say that? And then he nods his head. I look back at them, and they're kind of like, they're like, just, just play just the song. It, <laughs> so then uh, I play the song. I get up. Then they go. And it was like the same thing. And uh, we were just sitting there like, yo, that was, like, I remember we were outside. We we're like, yo, that was different. <laughs> that, that was real different. And the- then I hopped on a car and came right back down to D.C. Oh, yeah, I can't believe you played a show with the Beatles. That was crazy. <laughs> but is there anything you want to tell all the uh, followers? Yeah, man. Listening? You don't have to do all the length things. They'll be underneath. Come on, we run a professional <laughs> ship. <laughs> nah, even, man. Don't even I mean, tell them. Like, yeah, what are you? Yeah, I, I, I'll say this, man. Just tap in. Like, uh, obviously, a lot of what I'm doing now is the complete, transparent, vulnerableness version of myself this time around right it's not going through four or five different filters I think last friday is the realest content i've seen you put out yeah of the you know because it will already this will already be out by the point but the song you have coming yeah, out yeah, yeah no, i mean video. like you know like 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 uh in this case problems that by the time you guys are listening to this it's already out so go stream and check the video everything in between but you know this time around with everything i'm doing there's i'm moving with purpose on purpose that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I want things to be right, but I also don't care if they're not perfect, right? I want things to come out, but I'd rather be consistent than stagnant, right? So I want to make sure that there's always something, but I'm more interested in once I bleed into the world of Latin stuff that I have coming out, um, or especially around the summertime, right? Because that's going to be, there's something that's like, kind of like what I did with Bonnie and Clyde, a super rock track, Right. But then you have can't feel that, you know, it's rock, but it just feels different. Right. Um, something similar to that on the Spanish world where I'm going to have something that's like super Spanish where it's like you're going to be twerking to this shit. Right. But then there's going to be more shit that comes out that now blends in the rock in a tasteful way. Because, you know, for me, of course, is there Spanish rock? Yeah. Duh. Right. But there's not Spanish Rock, rock. Or, or there's not like that Latin Afro rock that you can put comes from somebody that was already a part of the scene. You can hear it from through the music, and I like I think anyone who's heard it hears what you're saying too. Like you don't have to box it in as rock. You don't have three genres. Yeah, you have this sound that you. Yeah, I, I, this is fucking Raleigh V. This like is hey, this is just what I do. Yeah, and if you fuck with it, tap in, and if you don't. Still fucking that was in. fucking the coolest <laughs> way to explain it. If you aren't sold on that, then I'm not going to say anymore. And that was, I don't think we're going to get cooler than that. Thanks for talking about Shrek with us. We're going to get out of here. And cut. This shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, Chris. I'm straight. <laughs>